Mad Mike Logic. This is Sasso. DJ Son of Jarrell. With the boy to steal. Mad Mike Logic. The world famous Rocks Right. What up, what up? Yo, what up, everybody? You are now tuning into the Not So Fresh podcast, and that sounded so fucking gay. <laughs> yes, everybody, well, you're right. now so tuning into the podcast. Now we're from Hoogra, <laughs> and uh, today is April twenty eighth. 2017, and we are reporting from the Not So Fresh Studios right here in San Diego, California. In the house, you got myself, Sasso. Uh, we are going to be cussing and whatnot and talking all this shit, talking about dicks, talking about pussy, talking about fucking just ass and shit and just yeah. whatever, all just kinds of nasty ass shit. Yeah. So you might want to um, listen the to this with some <laughs> headphones on or... Uh, so, put it on that first. <laughs> put it on that first little bar uh, on your Apple, or if you if you have a PC, then you know that that little scrolly thing on your uh, on your keyboard. Just make sure it's at a minimum. Um, but yeah, um, in the house we got fucking. You guys already fucking know him, but his big ass dick. <laughs> Talking about myself. <laughs> Again, this is Sasso. <laughs> now we got um, the real deal. Just still, say what up. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh my god. I heard these guys uh, like vinyl. Ooh, all twelve inches. Black vinyl sofas. <laughs> there is no job. <laughs> I like that reference. You guys know the black sofa, right? Yes. Yeah, I think more of the guys know. Yeah. The yeah. casting sofa. <laughs> and we also in the house we got speaking of black sofa, leather face. <laughs> No, I, I'm talking about Rockstrike. He oh, likes right, that cool. S&M shit, right? He's into that S&M shit wearing the black leather face with the Hell apple no. in his mouth. <laughs> Hell no. Fucking get that. Right, Rockstrike? No, no. Just kidding. Yeah, say what's up, Rockstrike. What up, what up? Back in town. Oh, yeah. Where, where were you again? I was in Belgium. You were barely here for two days and you I was fucking left. Belgium and LA. Belgium and LA. Belgium and LA, actually, yeah. Did you have waffles? In no, Belgium. I no, I didn't actually. Do do the waffles I actually did. originate? They're pretty originate good, yeah. from uh, Belgium, yeah. They're really good, though. Yeah. Fuck. It's like it's having. Like, they are good. I don't know how they make them. It's, it's like having French fries in Paris, yeah. right? No, they're like so you <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> 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 no. uh, I'm just having being a, having a crepe in France is good. Oh, okay. I'm a just, creep? A creep? I'm just being a, <laughs> a ignorant Mexican. Being a creep like Mike in France is good. Bonjour et bienvenue. As you hear, I'm laughing. Uh, speaking of cre- creeps, we got the other fucking creep that likes to eat in France. I don't know. I don't know where that was going. But anyways, we also got Mike Logic in the house. Say what, what up, Mike? Yeah, what up? I'm going to try to be nice to you again, bro. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, you know I love you. <laughs> yeah, at least we got the door cracked open so you don't sweat or nothing, you know? I appreciate that, y'all. Yeah. Looking like a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I didn't even. Michael Angelo. 
Oh, oh shit! I didn't even know how to take that because I was like, so like the '80s one, the Michael Bay ugly ones, which yeah. is what I'm thinking he's talking about. I think he's talking about the Michael Fuck Bay you. ones. The smallest guy in here. He's talking all. He's gonna talk all this shit. All, no. all right. Is he, hey, he's I, also like the same size. Yeah, right? we're about the same size. Mm, yeah, but no, no, no. You're petite. <laughs> <laughs> you are petite. <laughs> Anyways, anyways, um, today we got we got a very special podcast because because not only do we have a guest, we have two guests two. for the price of one. Oh yeah, we're we're, two we're paying guests. them in tacos, just like yeah, two of these guys. <laughs> no, it was just one taco for the for the both of them. <laughs> they had to share. Yeah, they had to share one taco. That was good. Um, but I eat one taco at a time. In the house, Ooh. we got DJ Sweet Chuck. How you doing? Yeah, yeah. And DJ is existence seventy six. But I was, I was almost gonna call you Jay. You can Jay Rosso if, if you want to. That's yeah. how I know you. Yeah, that's the Italian stallion. This new X rated film, The Italian Stallion. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of pressure. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> that's what she said. There's a lot of pressure down there. <laughs> yeah, thanks for having us, guys. But no, uh, what, what would you rather go by? Jay, Rosso? Yeah, what's your DJ fine. name? I mean, I'm kind of retired these days. So. Retired? Well, uh, I don't know. Retired Rosso. I haven't really been doing much lately. Retired Rosso. But still but, uh, all about the vinyl, though. Yeah. Tight, tight. So we'll definitely talk about that, but we want to thank you guys for <clears> taking the time off and uh, walking over here because you probably met up with uh, Sweet Chuck and <laughs> walked over here, right? <laughs> Yeah, well, you front. live right around the corner or something? He used to, yeah. I used oh, to. not anymore? Nope. <clears throat> See? He got out the hood. Ooh. He got up out yeah. of the hood. He didn't Moving have an excuse up. not to know where it was, though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, far, I now think. I feel I fucking far. stupid. Where have I been at? <laughs> Crack research uh, stuff. But no, but thank you guys for uh, taking the time out and sitting here with us and uh, enjoying your water. Yeah, definitely our pleasure. <laughs> yeah, thank you for the arrowhead. Yes. <laughs> That's what she said. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Dude, so tell, you know, uh, what? No, you. I got a question. Tell, tell, uh, Have you ever talked on the podcast about the origin of your, oh, yeah. Uh, I think we touched on it lightly, but the thing, why Jay asked that, because mm-hmm. Jay was around a long time ago <laughs> when Joel, uh, DJ Joe Ill, by the way, is, uh, one of my homies that we kind of came up with that whole oh yeah <laughs> thing together back yeah. in like the late 90s early 2000s and jay was uh, actually around to hear me do it a lot when we first started doing it but, <clears throat> but where did it come from because i know it's from a should i explain yeah not so fresh podcast no, no, no. <laughs> if you listen to not so fresh podcast often and you hear the intro or like throughout you hear me always going oh yeah <laughs> so there's uh in our early 20s DJ Joel and I were watching uh, some porn with, with a bunch of friends. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was that party, huh? <laughs> the, porn, the porn actor, his name is uh, Randy West, and he had a video series called Randy West Up and Covers. <laughs> so there's this one episode where like he's like banging his chick. And the chick starts inching her finger into his butthole. <laughs> and then, like, uh, as, she, as she actually starts to, uh, like, get close to his butthole, he goes, Oh, yeah, put your finger in my ass. I don't mind. Uh. And then we're like, holy shit, did you hear him? He goes, oh, yeah. Uh. So 
we started doing that over and over, like from from watching that, and then while we would be out, uh, Joel and I would be like, mm, yeah, <laughs> and then it caught on. We did it so much that all of our friends ended up doing it, and this goes back like, ah, dude. It's oh at least God. 15 years old. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's at least 15 years it's old. It's gold. Yeah, it's and then gold. I do it all the time still. So people know know us by that. I, I do it so much oh, yeah. that people know me by it. Yeah, and that's the origin. Of, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's even caught on to the ladies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, so. like Citrus. Does? Citrus does it. <laughs> uh, my do girlfriend it. does it. Do they know the origin? Yeah. They'll be like, oh, yeah. They know the origin now. They might want to have I will suck with jerking in college. Two guys watching porn. One day I'm going to sit Tina down and I'm going to be like, I'm going to put it up put it up on our Chromecast and I'm like, this is where it comes from. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so what makes these guys so, you know, so special for us, you know, and uh, for us to be honored to have these guys here is that they're um, not only are they dope, dope DJs, but uh, they're some avid vinyl collectors. Yeah. Right. So, yes. And what, I mean, what else are you? What yeah, else are, you're supposed to work us? on the uh, intro. Yeah, <laughs> well, here's the thing. <laughs> My relation with Jay, with Jay goes way back because Jay used to loan me records uh, back in the day and then I would you know, give them back and then like this guy has like, I don't know how big his collection is today, but throughout the years that I've known Jay and me going to his place uh, over the years is like, what the fuck, dude? Like his whole place is like a, a record storage, dude. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck, dude? What's, the second bedroom is like a record store, you know, or even, yeah. even in the um, living Still room. Still is. Um, yeah, but you know, um, unfortunately, I haven't hung out with Jay lately, so I don't know where his uh, vinyl numbers are at <clears throat> with uh, all the vinyl he's been collecting. And of course, aside from that, Sweet Chuck as well. Um, when he he did live around the corner from me, mm-hmm. and yeah. like uh, I, you know, I I knew he had a lot of uh, vinyl over there, and he's also uh, he's, he goes way back in yeah, San Diego man. history with, um, a, with a lot of his vinyl. That just means I'm old as shit. <laughs> you, know, you, really know, you, you know. don't look a day over uh, 19 bro hey, just to so. let you know yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and both of these guys you know they, they sell uh, their vinyl um, they've been involved with uh, LA's uh, beat swap meet yeah yep. over what, what was that at the Grand Star or yeah, Grand- yeah so tell us yeah. uh, when it was in Grand Star Jazz Room oh man when it was in Chinatown it was the best oh it used to be over there it's not there yeah, anymore no. it's not um, you know I think they had some problems with um, just the general setup there. I think it was graffiti too. Yeah, they graffiti. So yeah. they've been doing fucking hip hoppers, fucking hip hoppers. Hip hop came through. No, they had battles over there too. <laughs> oh, okay. They had yeah. b boy battles and shit. Yeah, yeah. but I think they still yeah. do it. Actually, it was it was dynamic. I mean, like any style of music, pretty much any style of music you could think of, there was like an area for it. You know. So yeah. who, who's what's a big name that you guys always saw like selling records over there, like. In, I, Percy P. Percy P. He's always there. Um, He's always there. Yeah, I would see DJ DJ Newmark sometimes up there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. Uh, I saw Kel Chemist there. Who's that one? uh... Saw some of the B junkies up there. Were they selling, digging, Uh, all of it? Yeah, they're they're all. (laughs) At one point, they're like smoking a blunt (laughs) with uh, (laughs) with uh, house shoes. I saw that dude there, like. You know, you just randomly see people there. Well, that, that one time we were selling, and this dude was DJ next to us. I was like, dude, this guy's pretty good. He's playing some old school shit. And the guy, uh, I forgot who it was, came up and was like, hey, you know, that's Arabian Prince right there? I'm like, oh, fuck? wow. It's Arabian Prince? Shit. Yeah, see, so you think you're old school. Yeah. <laughs> Arabian Prince is spinning next to you, dude. Yeah, I had no, I had no, no clue. No idea. Damn, dude. Yeah. 
<clears throat> it's a little different now that it's in Orange County. Oh, um, I didn't know it moved to OC. Yeah, yeah, so it's in it's in downtown Santa Ana. Oh. They're, the spot's actually really nice there. Um, okay. But it, it is a little different. They, you know, uh, you know, L.A. people aren't necessarily coming all the way down there. But yeah. it's still it's still a lot of fun. Like, yeah. you know, it's a fun thing to be a part of. Plus, you're, like, making money. Yeah. It's like a win-win every time. And you guys actually do something here mm. in San Diego as well, right? Yeah, Vinyl Frontier. Yes. Which is coming up, or did it just? It's coming up on yeah. May twenty first. Nice. We're at U thirty one. Yeah, it's gonna be at U thirty one. Is that a monthly thing, right? Or uh, we're we're doing um every other month. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a repeating event, but sometimes there's certain months we can't do it. But we're working on, we're working on like trying to find other places at, at some point or. Mm. You know, ultimately, expanding it. Yeah, ultimately we wanted a, an all-ages event. So, oh, like right yeah. now, it's 21 and up, so, you know, you can't really? bring kids in. You can't bring For Vinyl Frontier? Yeah. Oh, so okay. I've had people ask me, can I bring my kid, can I bring my son, or yeah. go dig too. It's like, uh, no, he can't do that. But it's but, in the middle of the day, right? Yeah, it's in the middle of the day, but they still serve alcohol, and they still serve food. They could leave them, like, outside right there, just yeah. chained yeah. up yeah, to uh, yeah. the fire shower. Yeah, they just Stay here, Timmy. Right just make sure they got enough water out there. <laughs> just leave some food and water. There's a, yeah, there's an ice cream store across the way. Just leave them there. <laughs> yeah, you said one's been a great it's been a great venue for us. Like, they've they've really accommodated a lot of stuff for us. They have, they have an awesome sound system. The bar is cool. You know, during the day, especially, I, I feel like it's more for us kind of people than, you know, the nighttime where it's kind yeah. of like a bougie yeah. kind of event. Yeah. Right there. We always have uh, we always have a lot of DJs come through, like really good DJs that, that always spin vinyl. No, they can only spin vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. So, so who, makes who sense. Are these, yeah. Uh, who are these DJs that, that spin vinyl? Um, Still. Coming up, who do we have coming up? We have yeah, um, Main One. Uh, main, oh, Main One. Yeah. A, never heard of him. <laughs> Super legend. <laughs> <laughs> who? Who's, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that? We're playing. We no, know, we're so, kidding. We know Main One. Um, yeah, um, actually, I think I, I've done Vinyl Frontier ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah. came through and spun some, uh, vinyl. Um, they don't, and it makes sense that you only spin vinyl at a, uh, Vinyl, vinyl Frontier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I actually spun there too. Did you? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, well, I think actually it was, uh, Sasuke, yeah. Sake, Saki, and, and myself. Right. Nice. He's like, and I thought I saw a laptop. <laughs> it was actually my iPod. No, I'm just you kidding. Put your iPod kidding. You know, no. somebody did bring a laptop, and we're no. like, hey, what, what are you doing with the laptop? And they were just recording their own set. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it doesn't look right, right? Right, right. It looks right. Wrong. Yeah. Wrong, right? Yeah, yeah that day we, we spun with Saki, and uh, uh, there was some technical difficulties. Oh, yeah. On Saki's part, at least. Yeah, we've, <laughs> we've identified some of the technical difficulties and. There shouldn't be any going forward here. We, okay. Oh, good. I think yeah. we figured it out now. I think, yeah, I think it, something was going on with the, the left turntable or yeah. something like that. Unfortunately, the mixer there seems to have an issue from time to time, but yeah. we can get so, around that. So, all you vinyl diggers out there, if you're going to be in the San Diego area, if you are from San Diego, I highly suggest you hit up Vinyl Frontier. Uh, what are the hours that you guys... We go from 12 to 6. 12 to 6. Sunday, May 21st. Sunday, May 21st. And it's in a North Park neighborhood, which is a nice neighborhood. And you could walk everywhere and dig. You can have ice cream across the street. You have beer. You have pizza. Beer. Everything you can buy vinyl. You could get a turkey burger. Yeah. (laughs) Side bowls. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot in North Park. There's uh, there's pool tables there too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can play uh pocket pool too if you wanted to. <laughs> no, but um, well, this is uh funny. Uh, when you came in, Jay, you said something to Mike. Uh, when you first met Mike. He's, yeah, you, like, you said that he uh, scared you. Yeah, like one of the first times I met Mike. This fucking guy right here. Yeah. Um, this fucking fat so, right here. I'll, I'll back it up a little bit. Yeah. There, there was a there was an art show that like a bunch of people were a part of and um, in my neighborhood in OB and uh, there was a really awesome DJ lineup actually, <clears throat> and maybe he doesn't remember this at all. So maybe this is just like in my mind or something. But, oh, he's about to remember. But, uh, there was so after the show, um, there was some I don't know. There was some interaction that we had. I remember you saying something. Did he flex like, on you or something? Yeah, he said something he like, like flex? "Those dudes are my crew and you got your crew." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> that sounds like, like a very okay, Mike like, thing to say. I don't know. I, I I think maybe I was kind of being a punk. I don't know. Like, really? Yeah, I don't. I don't, remember. I don't put it past me back. Maybe there. you were drinking. Yeah, right. I was. <laughs> but I, I, knew really you, I, I knew who you were back then. You, yeah, I knew who you were back because I was already like going to uh, which one call it? What's that out mm-hmm. at uh, that Ocean used to do? Um, Miranda Club. Miranda, Miranda Club. Club. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's where yeah. I. That's where I met you at. And so at that time, like I would know who you are because I already knew you were like with a uh, homegrown and. You know, I knew art and... Maybe you were drunk, Mike. But, that was, <laughs> but see, the thing is, like, I do get drunk. That does happen. That is something I would have said. But I wouldn't have been mad. I would have been like, yo! This, maybe that's the interpretation. Know. Hey, this is my crew, but, and uh, that's your crew. Wasn't it? But we could be crew. Uh. Yeah, that sounds like some shit that I would say. Yeah. I get really or maybe I... Purse. Yeah, maybe I kind of, like... Exaggerated in my mind too. Did I? Did I? I always thought like, oh man, maybe he doesn't like me or something. Oh no! no. But then no, I like the years went by. I was like, oh, he's cool, whatever, you know. Like I'm tripping. I think people mis uh, misinterpret the stuff that I do on a regular. (laughs) That's why we have this podcast so I can explain myself on the regular. Yeah, all the things that I've done in the past and make amends. So uh, (laughs) welcome to issue. What's this? Fifteen episode fifteen. I think it might be sixteen. Oh wow! Fifteen. Fifteen episodes of me just making amends for the shit I've done while I was drunk. So my bad, Jay. That's no, 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 (laughs) not at all. I I just thought it was a funny story, you know. Yeah. I'm glad you're not mad at me still. No, nah, <laughs> yeah, dude, Mike's like all clinching his fist right now. <laughs> so fuck this guy. Uh, yeah, that's hilarious. No, I'm not not mad at all, man. All so, right, that's we're, funny. We're, that's funny. Yeah, but uh, to Sweet Chuck, uh, fuck, you guys are talking about you how Sweet Chuck was a promoter back in the days. Yes, sir. Right? Yeah, yeah, it was the name of the promotion company or uh, crew that yeah. we were running with. Uh, back we were three uh, deep street promotions. Oh shit, dude! Yeah. Some some you cats from. Uh, from what the early nineties? We started uh ninety four. Oh damn, yeah. Ninety four, wow. yeah. <clears throat> okay. Well, I was see. only uh, I was twenty when we started. See, I was in high school going to uh underground parties around uh, San Diego, so I would like uh like the one of the first shows I went to was to see um Fuji's at the okay. belly up. Oh shit. And I was only twenty and so I'd I'd walk through the back. Yeah, and, nice. Uh, act like I was with the crew with with the Fujis. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when I realized like Lauren Hill's a bitch. Oh, oh really? Oh, what happened? Tell us about it. <laughs> tell, tell us about bitch ass Lauren Hill. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ever you ever been in a in a room with a uh, let's see a bitch? Yeah, I'm in, yeah. I'm in this room with one. And you're the only white dude there. <laughs> 
just kidding. I'm just kidding, Mike. I felt I felt the glare because I was the only white dude in the back. So she was just staring at me the whole time, like, "What the fuck's this dude doing here?" No way. Like, what's that? Yeah, yeah. I just felt her like staring at me the whole time, like. Was she like, "My music's not for you"? Yeah, pretty much. Remember that was rumor? Nah. That was it. She didn't say she anything. Did say yeah, yeah. Was she like? No, she didn't say anything. Nah, nah. Who's that white guy standing over looking at me? Oh, nah, nah, nah. You better get him kicked out before I kick his ass free. Did you get kicked out though? No, I didn't get kicked out. I was part of, you know, I was doing promo for him. Was she just me mugging you? Yeah, she was me mugging me the whole time. And I was just, you know, she was there talking about, uh, say, black power stuff. And then stared at you every time. about this before a show? Yeah, yeah. They were just all back there, you know, know, just smoking weed and talking shit. And I was just like, they're like, oh shit. Wow. I think I'll just go walk around this. Yeah, bad ring on the back. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what to do here. I was only 20. I was just, yeah. you know. I was like, uh, it's funny yeah, how. Yeah. Being that young. I felt the heat. I was like, uh. Damn. That's weird. Yeah. So, maybe she was paranoid. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's like us before a breaking battle talking mad shit about, like, the, you know, I don't know, brown Ooh. power. Yeah. She's looking at <laughs> She's like, like crack ass, crack yeah. <laughs> Mad Dog in the Mad Dog in the the odd kid in the, the corner. Kid in the corner yeah. like, like why is that? he recording me? She was <laughs> like, why is he staring at me? Why is that Mexican dude right there? Yeah, <laughs> I don't like your white skin staring at me. It was a it was a little awkward, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, funny. She never said nothing. She just looked no, at me. Maybe she liked you. It yeah, maybe she wanted were, to hook up with you, bro. Were there it any other be. artists that you dealt with that was like that, or that yeah, was so, rude? Um, yeah. Tell us some of the artists. Who's the biggest yeah. hassle that you dealt with in the music <laughs> industry? Uh, I would say Andre Nicotina. He was a dick. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. from the Bay too. Yeah, yeah. Back when he was, he was Dre Dog then. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he came down here. We was, we was hanging in with him for like three days. And we actually, <laughs> yeah, we took him to a, a club, and um. He was no, he was a nobody. Nobody, nobody knew Dre Dog. He was just trying to get out there, put his name out there. We took him to a club, and then he was like, "Why I gotta pull out? Why I gotta give ID to go in here?" I was like, "Ain't nobody know you, man. <laughs> 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 you, you from the Bay? Nobody knows Dre Dog. Come on, man. Don't you know who I think I am?" <laughs> yeah, he tried to pull that. That oh man, I thought we were just gonna roll to the spot, and I was just gonna, you know, they gonna know who I am. We we're gonna roll in. I was like. Nah, man. You, you, you and you guys went to like cities. Red Sea or some shit like that. Dre dog. This was this was uh yeah. Back then, Red Sea didn't exist. Nah, this was a uh, ministry. It was a club across the street oh, from Tower shit. Records. Shit! Wow, oh, wow. Man. That used to be advertised on Z ninety all the time. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's that would be the only white dude in there too. <laughs> yeah. If you're if you're young and listening to this podcast, Z90 um, used to be the radio, radio station, station <laughs> yeah. and they played good music back. Well, I guess good music was always around back then. It just turned to shit, right? Well, they played good <laughs> stuff, but then you know they would play that that the underground show that Rags did. Yeah, that was Friday uh, Night Flavors. Friday, Friday Night Friday Flavors. Night Flavors. Oh, man, yeah, wow. and they would they would let them have a two hour slot from like. Midnight to two. Yeah, that's, that's when, awesome. That's so, when everybody would cool. play uh, press record on their uh, yeah that's tape what, players at home. Yeah, wow. That's <clears> like uh, we brought a few artists there. We brought um, who do we bring? We brought Naughty by Nature by the show. We brought oh, uh, Lords of the Underground to the show. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Yeah. 
So keep going. The, keep they're, going. Uh, <laughs> yeah, keep both going. Of them, they're performing at Distillery. Oh, yeah. wow. And they're like, yeah, we heard this. Let's go to the radio show. Distillery you know? East. Yeah, so we drove from Distillery all the way to down Z90, which was in Chula Vista. Yeah, that's, so, a, that's wow. a long drive. That's, what? Yeah, it took like an hour. That's like far Escondido yeah. going down Chula. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So, that's uh, when like Cutfather was on the radio. And, yeah, Cutfather was on Z90 back in the day. I didn't even know that. Yeah, um, no. really, really quick, Distillery East was a North County club where a lot of dancers would go. So a lot of B-boys would go there, housers and freestylers. And and they would battle out over there. Uh, my older wow. brother used to battle people um, at Distillery East. I used to battle people at Distillery East. A lot <laughs> of people have history in there at, uh, at that place in San Diego. But, you used to go to Distillery too? Yeah, man. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That's it was like in high a... school, and then like when they changed it to Ice House, and when I was in, yeah. I think my first year in college, and I was still dancing a little bit back then, so I would go and battle. But yeah, they used to be like the like. Pokey, you know, like, yeah, uh, yeah, all those the Charlie Rock, all those guys would go there. Yeah, everybody, wow. everybody has history at that spot. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's the first place I met Fingers. Oh, really? Man. DJ Fingers, DJ Fingers, of San wow. Diego. I think the first thing he ever said to me is like, "Yo, man, I'm like the best DJ in San Diego." <laughs> <laughs> Damn, like nobody that, can man. touch me. I was like, oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, some Fingers. Was he back back in, in that time? He was part of Twelve Hundred Hobos, wasn't he? I think wow. uh, no, it was before twelve hundred hobos. Oh shit! Okay, wow. He linked up with um, twelve hundred hobos. I think after that. Okay, that's another yeah. DJ crew from from way back. Yeah. Sorry, I, I might be spitting stuff up. And, uh, nah, bro. I have to like revert and like let our listeners know what we were talking about. Twelve hundred hobos was like a it was like a global yeah crew, right yeah, they, yeah it wasn't just like a, a, it wasn't a certain area, area right it was like yeah. a, it was a lot of people in that. Group. Take us to school, man. Take us to no, school. That's what Sweet Chuck's here yeah. for, man. He's about to take us to school. No. <laughs> he was also in uh, Empire DJs. Was he? Yeah. Oh, shit, dude. He was like the little brother trying to get in. Yeah. Hey, let me in. Let me get yeah. in Empire was, uh, oh, dude, they had like dope yeah. ads like Steven Flex and G Rock was in there, right? G Rock, Unique. Unique, yeah. So, Which is, uh, uh, Elroy's brother. Yeah. So, with um, you guys, you know, uh, Steven Flex was the DJ for LPSD when they're uh, doing uh, Back At Ya and uh, Most Dash and all that. He actually produced Back At Ya, correct? Am I wrong? Yes, he did. Yeah, oh, so wow. if you don't know who Steven Flex is, that's who he is. And LPSD is one of the uh, major groups from San Diego, rap groups from San Diego. And speaking of Empire DJs, they're actually going to be DJs at the next Final Fantasy. Oh, what? Oh, wow. So uh, I'm going to have to show up. I didn't tell you that yet. Oh, <laughs> surprise, surprise. Oh, surprise. Big surprise. Nah, I got, uh, yeah, I got Empire DJs coming through. Okay. Excellent. And uh, so far, um, it's uh, we, we have uh, G-Rock's going to G-Rock's gonna spin and um, Steven Flex, hopefully unique. Trying to get Marcus B. I'm trying forever to get Marcus Ooh, B to uh. spin, but that dude's on a different level playing guitar in a band somewhere. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh, guitar wow. Hero? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think he plays bass or something. I don't know. I oh, bought wow. some of his records at, at the old Armory. Like oh, I remember, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. I remember, uh, I remember <clears throat> someone there. I, I think it was... Uh, I forget who was there, but they were like, yo, we just got a bunch of stuff from Marcus B. I'm like, oh, let me look through all that stuff. If you, you can go on like YouTube and look it up. It's like those it old mixtapes, and it's like they were way ahead of his time, man. You just listen to that stuff, and you're like, holy shit, where did he come with these crazy-ass ideas? Mm-hmm. 
Because he was doing like rock shit mixed with hip hop before mm-hmm. anybody else. Oh, kind of like the almost like a mashup thing, but like just. Yeah, it was like mashup stuff. And he put like Star Wars shit in there. <laughs> and he had like the Beatles playing on 45, but it sounded like a girl. And you're like, <laughs> what the fuck is this? Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's some original yeah, shit. Check it out. Because back then, uh, my favorite DJ um, was probably DJ King of Cuts. <laughs> yeah, you have to go to Famart to buy his mixtapes. <laughs> Actually, I, I bought two of his mixtapes the other day, a couple weeks ago. Where? Uh, at Five Space Shop. Yeah, like oh. two of his mixtapes. Yeah. Where's this? Yeah, at? That, that's Where? the homie uh, Eric. Eric owns a spot off of uh, off University. Of University. Yeah. They're uh, Carnitas Snack Shack. What's the name? He's of it? our sponsor for the, for this show. Oh, it's called a yeah. Five Space Shop. Yeah. Five Space Shop. Yeah. Basically, they have a. Rip him. He has a shitload of tapes there, dude. Yeah, on, on University, university yeah? yeah, yeah. All like, right, guys, check it out. You're in San Diego, Five Space yeah, Shop yeah. on University. Yeah, we'll get the we'll get the address here. Yeah, that's He's on Instagram. He kind of picked up like um, where Mark has kind of left off at Access. Like he's kind of picked up, you know, like vintage '90s hip hop stuff. Mm. It's it's a dope shot. Like when someone told me about it, like oh, they got tapes or whatever over there. I'm always skeptical about that kind of stuff, but then I went over there and it's it's a dope shop. It's really nice. Yeah, so if you're on Instagram, <clears throat> check out Five Space Shop. It's spelled out F I V E S P A C E S H O P. That's again on Instagram, Five Space Shop. Um, yeah, it looks like they have a bunch of vinyl and then cassettes and just a bunch of vintage shit. Two five seven nine University Avenue, San Diego, yeah, California. He's got like uh, he's yeah. got he's he's got gear in there too. He's trying to find like like nineties gear to sell. Damn, you need yeah. some cross colors because I got rid of all mine. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him a whole, I gave him a Fat Farm like a uh, jean jacket to try and sell. Jean jacket. Oh, shit. I wish oh, I had my Abrams. Yeah, you need some Carl Kanai, some Maurice yeah. Malone. <laughs> hey, Maurice Malone, man, those are the best pants ever made. <laughs> damn, let's see, we're sitting here reminiscing of shit. Um, damn, Chuck, you got any more uh like. Yeah, there's uh, one story that you guys are talking about, something about a Biggie story. Uh, you guys heard right. Biggie's first show here? We're talking that about Notorious B.I.G.? Yeah, yeah he, his first Biggie. show here was at, um, you know where, uh, what's that, what's that all-you-can-eat sushi place in Mission Valley? Oh, Todai. Todai, yeah, yeah. Oh, that used to be a club called Banks. Oh, oh shit, yeah, I don't even know called, I don't even It was know a Banks called B-A-N-X. And, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, it was called Banks. <laughs> But um, now Biggie did his first show. His first show in San Diego was there. He did it with wow. Razkaz. Oh, oh shit! Wow. Uh, wow. Razkaz was his opener, and then I think uh, I think it's you can find. Uh, I think there's a video on YouTube of him. Actually. No way. Yeah, no, performing at, there for wow. at that spot. Yeah, at that wow. spot. Yeah. Damn, dude. Good old Todai. Now it's a spot where be, uh, people be tagging all over. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. an abandoned building. There, yeah. No. yeah. Damn. So what was that night? Were you there there that night? Yeah, I was there. I was. It was. It was incredible seeing Biggie perform. Man. Wow. Yeah. But you didn't know back then, you know, because that was early in his career. You didn't know how big he was gonna be. Yeah. He was still kind of <clears throat> new. So you, you know, I think it was his right when his first album came out. Ready to die. Yeah, ready to die, and he was doing like juicy and shit like that. I don't think Hypnotize wasn't even out yet. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Wow. So did he have like the the same entourage that you know Lil C's and. No, he was like by himself. Really? Was just like him and a couple people, yeah. Shit. Yeah. And Puffy wasn't on stage dancing. Take nah, that, Puffy that, wasn't that, there. Take that, take that. <laughs> <laughs> All up on the stage. Yeah. 
Damn. Oh shit! The fuck. Yeah. So that was the first man. night we performed here. Yeah, Rascas too, man. Rascas used to be here like every other weekend, man. Dude, that sold on ice. Yeah. <laughs> so who are so who are the some of the other uh, celebrities or rappers or uh, people that you've actually met and worked with? Um, there's a lot of them, man. <laughs> it's like. I brought him here in this toilet paper yeah, roll. Scroll names out. We gotta roll the scroll. Back up though, and like, uh, can we back up and just talk about like how you got into hip hop and then the different roles you've had? Uh, oh, okay. A quick summary, just because uh, I know we're kind of jumping around because we're getting yeah. excited because we want to. Like, yeah, dude, these stories are awesome. That's why. Yeah, no, they're, no, they're great stories. But like, uh, yeah, some context for people who don't know. Um, I, I, I first got into hip hop like on the when I first heard the. Uh, uh, Beastie Boys tape. <clears throat> it's like I used to live down here in uh in uh East San Diego on Auburn Drive and then when one of the homies brought over tape was like first time I heard Beastie Boys, it was like holy shit, that's like magic. It's like you never heard nothing like that before. And then we listened to like Run DMC and stuff like that. But then when it was eighth grade, it was it was so ghetto there, my parents were like, We're gonna move, let's fuck this place. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we moved because we were sitting on the porch one night. My parent and, and some dude came across, was across the street, came out of the house, fired a couple shots of his shotgun back oh, into the house, and we were like, oh, shit. So then my parents were like, yeah, I don't think you guys should be seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. wow. So, Damn. yeah, then we moved to Ramona, and then, and then it, and the world turned white. <laughs> it started snowing. <laughs> then I got into, like, rock and stuff, but then, but then uh, right after high school, uh, I had a Filipino friend, of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> that one Filipino friend was, hey, man, we should be DJs. And I was like, okay, what do we do? <laughs> hey, wait, what year was this? 92. 92, all right. 92. Then I had another friend who was like, hey, man, I'm going to have a house party. You guys want a DJ? We're like, sure. <laughs> so I didn't know what the hell we were doing. We had like, I had like one turntable and like a, and a, like a box of tapes. And I think I played Atomic Doll like 10 times that night. Party <laughs> <laughs> didn't stop though anyway. No, right? no. I was hooked. I was like, yeah, oh. I, I knew from like that first party that I did, I was like, I want to, I want to spin. I want to DJ. And I used to drive to like AC&S and like uh, Tower like every damn week to spin records. Right. Wow. So that was when you got the itch. And then That's when, when I got, got the itch, fell man. fell in love. Yeah. Then I used to do like, you know, back then it was like house parties. You had to be at like a dope house party DJ. House parties are the best, man. Oh, yes. I, I Ramona, house dude, Ramona house parties, nobody ever busted them. Cops never came because you're in the middle of the fucking woods. <laughs> now, now, like, that, that's something no, that, like, that's there. something that's foreign to kids these days. But, like, yeah. back then, like, you guys had a crew. You guys did yeah. these house parties. Like, yeah. like, explain, like, how that was or what, what it was like. Well, my crew was, my, my, my thing was called the uh, Full Effect DJs. <laughs> <laughs> that was my first crew. And, that's and, cool. I, I don't know how I came up with that name. <laughs> I think I saw like a, a gas gauge on a hat, and I was like, "Ooh, the hat, the the gas gauge is full. We should be full of fat." That's a cool name. It's a very uh... full erect. <laughs> that's very hip hop, though. <laughs> full of fat. Yeah, that's a dope name. So, so there was this one house party every year in Ramona that was just huge, and this guy, and I always wanted DJ at it. So the guy was like, hey, man, yeah, you can come and DJ. I got these other guys are going to spin, too. And um, we're like, okay. He's like, I got these guys from San Diego coming. They're going to spin. But you guys bring your stuff, too. And you can, like, battle each other. So that was, like, the thing. Everybody wanted to battle. You're like, like, mobile DJs would battle. 
So you like who had the better equipment and who could who could DJ better. So these guys came up and they just fucking slaughtered us. I was like, holy oh. shit. Oh. <laughs> wow. Me and my I mean um actually uh Jay Skills from the sound providers. Yeah. That's that's how I started DJing with was Jay Skills. Oh, okay. And uh we were watching these guys and I was like, Hey man, I don't want to DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm, not, I'm not gonna go up either I'm not going either I was like fuck I, I'm not gonna do it man <laughs> cause these guys came up and they were just like scratching like crazy and was like just doing doubles and rocking all this shit and I was like what the fuck is that <laughs> damn but hey man yeah. you stuck with it though and eventually you know well I became friends with those dudes oh, okay. this one dude that was you know this white guy this, this guy uh, I think his name was Eric and we all oh. became friends with him and um Started hanging out with him. He taught me how to scratch and different things and how to how to mix. Because that was just like, I mean, you, when you DJ and you mix, you know, you put on beat, you put on the one. I would just throw it on the one. But but I would know that there was four bars. Uh, <laughs> I was okay. coming in on like a third bar. Or like oh, second, yeah. I got you. you know? got you. And I was always wondering like, hey, how do you get your shit to match up exactly? Like when it changes, your shit changes too. I was like, I didn't get it. Yeah. Oh. So you know that's that's how I came up. I you know watching other people DJ. So sorry, this is taking so long. No, 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 no. Time, dude. No. So rush. I was like kicking with this dude Eric, and he was like, "Hey man, there's this video shoot. So can you provide the sound? Because I you know I was mobile DJ at all the sound. So I went to go do the video shoot, and I met this dude there, Tim. And um, that's when you first met Tim. That's when I first met Tim. Yeah. Nice. And then uh, he was my partner with the Three Deep Street Promotions. Okay. And uh, we started talking. He was like, he was like a producer for some R&B group. So we just started talking about, you know, uh, getting into the music business. Because I was like, yeah, I'm a DJ. And, you know, we could get in the music business and, you know, we, we could do something. So we we're trying to think of something to do. And we're like, hey, let's just do a, um, let's do a record pool. And I was like, cool, what the fuck's a record pool? <laughs> <laughs> so he was, I was only 20 and he was like 30. So he was he was like ten years older than me. He knew all this. He knew all this stuff, and I I was like, yeah. okay, sounds good. So I was just I was I was hungry. I just wanted to do whatever I could do to get in the music business. So he was like, uh, yeah, let's just do a record pool. So we started doing a record pool. Tell him what a record pool is, because there, there's probably yeah, some yeah, heads out there that don't know. Way back in the day, when like uh, um, when uh, record labels would want to get their records out, they would uh, supply uh, records to record pools. So when the new when artists came out with something new, they would uh they would give all the DJs like the cool DJs in each city, you know they would make sure every DJ had the you know that record because that's how records were broke back then. Yeah, like, people would you know, spin them. Yeah, you would go to the club to hear something new. Yeah. And all those club DJs, you know, would play rate stuff on radio. So club DJs are the ones that broke records first. So um, so we had uh we started doing that, and then every record pool we called, it would be like, hey, you guys do promotions too? You guys do street promotions? So we ended up going, yeah, yeah, we do that. That's <laughs> <laughs> the right attitude to have. I noticed the theme that you keep on saying, yeah, yeah, let's do it. What is, what is that? Yeah. That's the right attitude to have. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way, you you learn as you go. You, yeah. you yeah. learn we, as you go. Fucking do it. Well. But rewind to the record pool. Like, not anybody could be on those record pools, right? You had to be somebody to Yeah, to you actually... had to be like, you had to be a working DJ. You had to be in a like club that had people going to it. Like, or, yeah. or you had to pay, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. But like, even if you did pay, like those whoever referred you to that person or whatever, they like you had to know somebody to be yeah, able to yeah. pay that fee. Nowadays, 
you know, you could be part of a, any record pool mm-hmm. yeah. as long as you pay that money. Yeah, we would it's have to way make... more exclusive back then yeah. than yep. it is now. Yeah, skills. Yeah, yeah, that skills, and we we would actually, as a record pool <coughs> itself, we'd have to send a a list in and be like, "This is where our DJs are DJing at." It have to show like an official club oh, name wow. or whatever. What? Yeah, we have to submit that. a list and like these are the dudes that we're servicing. And you know this, and then the record labels be like, okay, we'll send you twenty five records. Damn! Wow. Nowadays it's records. uh, hey, I just went online and grabbed the shit. Yeah, yeah. 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 I bought Serato yesterday in a laptop, uh, so I'm a DJ. As long as you yeah. buy your, uh, I'm ready for Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for. Like, are you are you referring to that one um uh, <laughs> uh, article? Was yeah. that for real? I don't Which know. Is that serious? Hey, Which one? Okay, so there was an article that um it was on a DJ um uh friends friends uh, group thing, and then some dude somebody put it up that um this DJ bought all his equipment and like two months later he's mad that he's not headlining oh, yeah. at Coachella. <laughs> That's oh, funny as hell. <laughs> Uh, but it, I don't know. I don't know. If it, it, was it on the Onion? Wow. <laughs> it, been, yeah. it was like an on, Onion article type of thing. I can see that. Pissing people off. And there was a, it, it's like if you saw the picture of the guy, he was like this. Yeah. <laughs> like doing like a crime face. He's not mad. Yeah. This new laptop. Uh, fuck. I've seen some photos of you, uh, uh, Sweet Chuck, with some, with some heavy hitters, man. Like uh, back, back, back in the day. Oh, so so, so when you were doing Sergeant the 3D Slaughter. promotion stuff, that the your company was that's how you guys were doing like shows and and promoting stuff or we just we were just uh, street promoters. So like uh, being a street promoter like back then they would like a record label would send you, but like CDs or tapes, and then like or like they're called flats, which is like a just like a look just like a record, but it was just like a cover of a record. It was yeah. just a picture uh-huh. on the front. It was, it was twelve by twelve. And then they would send you that stuff, and you would just go put that stuff up. I would go to like uh, record stores like <coughs> Warehouse and Warehouse. Yeah, Dang, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit! Sounds Warehouse, like- <laughs> Sam Goody, and you know, remember the, these have displays in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I was I was the dude that would make those. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah. dang! So I would like every week I would like make my run, be like, okay, I'm gonna go in this store, and can I put some stuff up? Like music so you weren't, yeah. you weren't, the, you know, the, when you say street promotions, you weren't those dudes that you see on, in downtown or anything like that. They're like, hey, y'all, y'all like hip hop? No. <laughs> hey, y'all, y'all like hip hop? <laughs> uh, y'all like hip hop? I was just slinging shit out of my, my truck, though. Would you guys but, go to clubs and stuff? And yeah, I would go promote? to clubs, man, to promote, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we would go to clubs and, and, and hook up DJs. We would just walk in with records and be like, hey, man, can you play this or... Here, play here. This here's what? some records for like next week. So, and we would always, you know, the we always hook up the security guards, you know, so so they would, you know, recognize us. And the next time we came there and be like, oh yeah, that's that dude. He gave me a CD. He gave me a tape. Yeah. Let that dude in. So we, I had it. Dang. We had it. So <laughs> yeah, we had it late. So we called grease in the bounce. Grease yeah. in the bounce. What was that? What was that term you <laughs> What was that term you used right now? I got grease. Laced. 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 Some hip hop terms right there, guys. You fucking missed it. Yeah. What? Laced. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. Still, yeah, you still use that the, terminology yeah, nowadays, yeah, uh, it's, buddy. It's stuck. It's stuck. It's when I think up. about lace, I think about lace panties. Oh yeah. Welcome to Worm. Please don't change out. <laughs> Go another week. Oh, that's the real. That's the real what, funk. Let's uh, let's uh, if you don't mind, let's switch over to Jay. He's uh, he's awfully quiet over there. Yeah. How okay. did you get into fucking just DJing and collecting and just uh you know? DJing, collecting 
Yeah, like when when I first moved here in '96, I was kind of like oh, I really like music. X-rated film. You Where know, did you uh, move from? Stallion. I moved from the Bay, from oh, okay. a little town called Gilroy. Okay. Gilroy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, at that time, you know, I was I, I really liked music, but I didn't really, you know, I, I really didn't even understand how like turntables worked or anything yeah. like that. But <laughs> uh, eventually, I I had a chance to buy some like. At the time, I thought it was like a hell of a deal, but I bought some uh, two Gemini uh, turntables and this Ooh. and the Scratch <laughs> Scratch <laughs> Master. Yeah, the Scratch Master mixer, <laughs> which like the fader was just whack. Like, and so I ended up like you know trying to do like uh, what, did it come with transformer switches? So, yeah. So, but the the turntables themselves were just like you had to like push it along. Uh huh. <laughs> So, but actually it was kind of a blessing in disguise having those, those turntables. Cause like after a while I started figuring out how to like really get it on time. Mm -hmm. And then when I got techniques, I was like, oh man, this is way fucking easy. Now. Like, <laughs> yeah. this, this is way easy. Yeah. And so yeah, got techniques probably like right before 2000, just been collecting, probably started collecting like 97 like, two, records, uh, uh -huh. but, uh, you know, hanging out in OB, there was always, like, people who wanted to party. Yeah, yeah. And we would, you know, me and, like, a bunch of people, uh, I kind of got down with some, some buddies, and we would do, like, house parties there. And it was never like, oh, yeah, I feel like I'm so skilled doing this, but it yeah. would just be trash, like, playing music, and it was, like, a lot of fun all the time. You were doing a lot of house parties back then, too, right? I think yeah. uh, around the time that I moved here and I got introduced to... A lot of the, uh, you know, like the Rocks of Fresh guys and stuff, especially Art and Jose. Um, I think we would go to some of the house parties and you'd be DJing at them. Really? Uh, We're, yeah, I think it was like, was uh, <laughs> <laughs> shit, it was like random house parties. And it was around like 2020 or 2003-ish. Okay. Um, oh, I yeah. mean, that, those are the times that I think you guys were like doing a lot of spinning. I think even in Talmadge. Oh yeah, remember, remember when it, Raul lived in in Talmadge Art? Oh yeah, um, there was a lot of house parties around that area, right? Yeah, there were yeah. a couple times because yeah. our homie uh, Rally Raul, yeah, uh, Raul, Raul, the uh, Portuguese Mexican. <laughs> yeah, he lived over Pushpapa. there in the area, and then they had a lot of house parties, and then I think um, Joe Will and I used to contact Jay about spinning at places as well all the time. Yeah, yeah. Or or they mm. would just uh, be around at different spots because you know they shared the same uh, love for uh, spinning and and vinyl and shit. Um, I don't know if you guys ever went to the Vortex back then when it was off of Waring Road. Remember that? Yeah, club? I actually to... went there one time, and I thought. This is how naive I was back then. I thought, because it, it advertised as, like, yeah, open turntables. Yeah. For, you just yeah, show yeah. up there and, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I showed up there. And the first time I ever met Joel, and he didn't he didn't really know, you know, we didn't yeah. know each other, of course. But I was like, I was like, yo, man, I want to get out. I want to get down. I had, like, two crates with me. He's like, oh, man, you should have signed up a while ago, dude. Like, that's, you got to sign up to get uh -huh. in. I was like, man, I kind of got, like, mad. Yeah, they, you guys <laughs> were all, like, pissed <laughs> But that's that's how I met Joel, like Joel, you know. 
That's and dope. Yo, yo, I, never, I never played at Vortex, even though I, I hung out there sometimes. Yeah, yeah. And they always had the third turd table. They had the scratch. open scratching. That's the open turn wow. table thing was like mainly for scratching. And so mm-hmm. like people would go up there and scratch and shit and all these geeky ass turntable guys. They should do another so, spot like that. I mean, oh. damn, I Ojo, people would actually show up. You know, yeah. Yeah. said they never got paid or anything there. It was just like it was kind of weird. Mm. The the situation was it was like a truck stop type of like bar. Yeah, <laughs> it would be like semi trucks would go know? in there. Oh wow! And the thing was like Joel and uh you know their crew before it was homegrown blends. They would go in there and be like, hey, you know, like we want to you know see if we can spin here. And then it worked out a deal, and it got so like like people would come in, you know, like mostly hip hop heads, see a bunch of scratching, and eventually it got to the point where like. It was a ton of college kids in there fucking dancing up a storm. And we're like, wow, wow it turned into this? And like, yeah. it was like crazy. And they were making so much more money off of it. But I'm not sure how much they got paid uh, through that. Cause I it was they like got this, something out of it. It was cause... this like old crotchety dude with a, like, a trucker hat. And he <laughs> came to all the, like, these trucker, trucker dudes. And then all of a sudden you got all these like, college kids partying at, you know, at some fucking place right off of Waring Road. Which is like... Yeah. Right across from SDSU uh, exit, you know, with College Avenue. Yep. But um, yeah, it turned into something uh, pretty good for a second, and then it kind of just died out eventually. Well, because like, yeah. I think at that time they they decided to move it downtown. Oh that no, yeah. They right did there. move it to BK Lounge. Uh-huh. BK Lounge. Remember that? Dude, that oh, I yeah. love that place. Yeah, because I remember a lot of people like Billy Knight was doing BK Lounge for a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. They uh, ended up moving down to BK Lounge for a little bit. Yep. And that was a fun, a fun spot, man. Damn, we used to go down there and break too. Yeah, and then people would be like on the on the street corner, like freestyling and, and stuff like that. Beatboxing, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's that? Hilarious. Sweet Chunk just showing some picture. Which one is Ron Jeremy? Right right <laughs> Sweet so, Chunk's de- he's he's posing next to Ron Jeremy. We can't tell who's Ron Jeremy. <laughs> 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 so yeah just, you, like i said Sorry, uh, earlier <laughs> when i i said uh, that uh, i've seen pictures of sweet chuck with he- some heavy hitters he literally hit me with a heavy hitter right there oh, yeah. <laughs> super heavy hitter. <laughs> so uh back when i when i first moved here um <laughs> and i hope you don't take offense to this but I, I used to get you and jose mixed up really <laughs> yeah, <dude. laughs> like, i hope i was as good of a dj <laughs> i mean you guys Probably are all not. fucking dope djs no. but like just the way, you guys kind of look look alike in this in a weird not not weird way <laughs> but like you guys kind of resemble each other nice. um, i think you have more facial way. hair now yeah but at the time you and jose were nice and like baby face i can see that i can see that <laughs> i i think uh my my buddy Raul that we were just talking about, like everyone would be like, "Are you guys brothers?" <laughs> yeah, you guys, like, pass, you guys could pass. You guys could pass his brothers. Yeah. yeah. Let's. Um, I don't know. Should we call him? Should we uh, call Jose and see if uh, we could get him Jose? on the phone? Yeah. Oh yeah. We're supposed I'll to call, call him. Jose. Damn, that's a long time. You guys hear that? Yeah. It's like 13 years ago. Hello. Yo. Yo. Yo what up? Senator Al. What's up, man? You are now on the Not So Fresh podcast. Oh, oh shit. Uh-oh. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't make yeah, it out. Where the fuck are you? No worries. In um, person. Where, 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 where are you at? Uh, in L.A. Yes. Word. So uh, you like a Chuck E. Cheese yeah, or a man. strip club? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roscoe's. Or both. Well, <laughs> you got one of them confused. What's going on? What's Not the topic much. of the day? Uh, Well, right now I was just telling uh, Jay... 
that uh, when I first moved here, I actually used to get you guys uh, confused. Uh, to, oh. me, to me, you kind of resemble each other. No, that's tight. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you guys are like dope DJs, and uh, you kind of resembled each other because you had nice uh, baby faces. <laughs> but he has more hair than you now. I think he's become more of a man yeah. than you have, Jose. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> hey, what's all that talk in the background? Yeah, dude, where the fuck are you at? Man, I'm over here at a bar, dude. Yeah. Oh. It sounds like you're with a bunch of little kids. Sounds huh? like you had a kid yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I just step outside because I, I need to be like, you know, nice, not so fresh. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, they're calling me. I gotta, I gotta. I gotta step outside. Oh, are, you, are you hanging out with your uh, nurse co colleagues? No, man. No, I'm just I'm just down the street from the pad. Oh, uh, taking it easy. But uh, for tonight. Yeah. Those are, yeah. Those are some partiers, huh? Those nurses. Nice. Yeah, 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 they are. They get down, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting down by myself today. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, we have Sweet Chuck and Jay here. Oh um, yeah. Anything you would like to ask them? What is their most expensive record? Most expensive record? That they own or have they yeah, what they own, that they own, that they got. What is your most expensive record that you own? This is worth like a thousand bucks or something. What about the St. Louis record? Yeah, Concept of Alps. Concept of Alps? Who is that, Sweet Chuck? Yeah. And what about Jay? I don't know. I I got um I got a DJ Crush record that's signed by him that um that's really hard to find. I don't I don't, maybe a hundred dollar record. It's not. I don't have a, like crazy records like that. Jose's oh, yeah. yeah, got crazy shit. What's the most expensive <laughs> record you have, Jose? So the most expensive one I have has to be uh, uh Apache Incredible Bongo Band. How much is that? Forty five. That was uh, 300 bucks. Whoa. What? Yeah. You paid, so have, so 45? Uh, you paid that much for a record? Is that I paid uh, 150 or something. I paid like half that and I looked on so it went up in price, eBay like, and I saw property. it go for like way more, like double than what I paid for. That's dope. So, but yeah. that was uh, the most expensive. <laughs> uh, trying to think of what... Other one, but I think that's it. That's oh, uh, well, uh, welcome. Um, the Mardi Gras by Bob James. I got that one. That one's the 45? pretty expensive. You got the 45 for that? Yeah, I got the 45 for oh, that wow. one before they repressed it. Wow, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's nice. Hell yeah, man. You keep that one in a safe and shit. No, <laughs> no, no, that's in the it's in a box. <laughs> Somewhere. It's at the bottom. Yeah, it's, bottom of a box. it's in a pile. But, uh, it's in a, it's in a shoebox under your bed. <laughs> you know, yeah. Yeah, dude. Jay, you guys have some heavy hitters over there. Jay Rosso and yeah, dude. Sweet Chuck. They're they're fucking dropping some fucking heat on us, dude. Oh shit, man. Sweet Chuck just fucking shared a picture of him and Ron Jeremy. <laughs> oh no way. Yeah, dude. The hedgehog. <laughs> Sweet Chuck. Oh, how, how, how big is his dick? Uh, I don't know. You want to find out? Was it bulging? 
Yeah, you had to look. You had to look. Sweet Chuck, I know you had to, man. Uh, uh, ask Art. He watches porn together with you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, do you have any other questions? Uh... Let's see. Let's see. Uh, what's the worst kind of buyer? For vinyl. Uh, buying vinyl worst records. Kind of, that's a good question. Or worst kind of record buyer. Yeah, you know. Because there's a lot of bad, bad ones out there, you know? You yeah. got the ones that I always try to lowball you. You got the stinky ones. <laughs> you got the uh, you got the ones that think they know it all. Yeah. What's, what's the what's the worst? I think I think the one that's the worst is that pulls like forty of them, listens to them all, and doesn't fucking buy shit. Deal. Brings their own portable, listens to them all, and just like, eh, I'll pass. Uh, <laughs> The window shopper. That's, uh, that's what yeah, we call the, the window, window shopper. That's, the <laughs> that's hilarious. The window shopper. <laughs> what about you, Jay? What's the I, worst uh, record uh, buyer that you've well, experienced? Yeah, I think uh, actually on the reverse of that, to me, is the person who sells records who doesn't price their shit. So when you pick it up, automatically that price is like way more than your then you really need to pay for the shit. Yeah. yeah. You ask them, like, hey, what? how much is it? And they're like, oh, it depends. For- <laughs> it depends. Yeah. I'm like, get out of here, man. Like- they, they suck their teeth and they're all... <laughs> yeah, exactly. How bad do you want it? <laughs> yeah. How much do you think it's worth to you? That one? Name your price. <sighs> yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, yeah. That's going to cost you, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you, you won't experience any of that at our at our show at all. Yeah, definitely not. So they gotta be definitely not. <laughs> yeah, you got to come to find the frontier. Uh, correct, all right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jay and uh, Sweet Chuck definitely know how to give uh, good. Uh, all right, now now it sounds like you're going through like some assault there. Dude. What the fuck? Yeah, dude. I was getting beat up. Are you getting attacked by ninjas? <laughs> oh man, it's crazy over so Mad Windy over here, man. It's yeah, crazy. Mad Windy, that wind, this guy. That Windy sounds is, like a bunch of shit. This guy's in Hong Kong right yeah. now. I'm not talking about Hong Kong, dude. I'm talking about Hong Kong. <laughs> I'm mad that he tried to tell no, us that he was at a bar. Yeah. Like, he's not at a bar. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like he's at a Chuck E. Cheese. It sounds like he's uh, at a family party. He's being overrun by little oh, kids. You got me. You got me. I'm chilling out of Chuck E. Cheese. I'm about to play some, uh, <laughs> I'm about to play some ski ball. Oh, shit. <laughs> Skeet ball. Skeet ball. <laughs> Skeet balls in Hong Kong. Oh, man. Hide the mole. Uh, Hide the mole. <laughs> or pound the mole. Oh. Pound the mole. Fuck. Oh, all right, all right, Jose. Thanks for uh, right, taking fellas. the time. Peace, Jose. Answer our phone call. Let's talk to oh, you. Yeah. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Um, Thanks for do, you, up. do you want to stick around for Rockstrike Googles? No. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you want to stick around for that? Maybe we should do yeah. that next. I don't know. Do we have time? What's, what's, is it going to Google something? Yeah, it's a good one. What's he going to Google? Servers. It's a shit. Have you guys, um, do you guys know what a Hoboken squat cobbler is? <laughs> Do you know what a Hoboken I can't is? wait to find out. <laughs> 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 I heard of this one. AKA Dutch Apple Ass. I'm search engine like, what the fuck were you looking for? Yeah, I just had to take my headphones off because. Yeah, I did. The background noise from Jose's Chuck E. Cheese is killing me. This is the segment we call Rocks Red. Hoboken Squat Cobbler? Yeah, squat cobbler. And you have to read it. Uh, watch out. 
It's from fucking. Uh, oh, it's from uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah, that's where I uh, that's where I so learned it from. from. But you gotta you gotta read the um, Urban Dictionary one. Uh, no, the act of someone in costume sitting on a pie and wiggling around is a sexual fetish involved crying. Yes. On a pie. Read, read that one more time. Read, read it one the more act time. of someone in costume sitting on a pie and wiggling it around is a sexual fetish and it involved crying. Yes. Oh yeah, fucking this is that shit. That's in the show. No, <laughs> that's, that's not cut. <laughs> not fresh. Dirty. So for those who don't know, okay, the full moon pie, the Boston cream splat, <laughs> <laughs> the simple, the simple Simon the ass man. Those are some fucking horrible fucking AKs. Oh, Rock try on the Google. Rock Googles. This, I don't have time for TV shows and shit or anything like that. So that's why I can't find out stupid ass words. <laughs> All right, Jose. Thanks All for right. taking the time out, bro. Yeah. All right. Peace. Peace. Later, Jose. Oh, Peace. Man. Peace. Oh, my God. That was the Senator Raw, ladies so and gentlemen. He just had that one like in his head, like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna drop this on them. We uh, we actually right talked about it. Before. Oh, you guys reversed that. <laughs> yeah. Damn. It was on uh, here. I was watching uh, Better Call Saul, and uh, I thought that would be a good one. to stump you. Oh, no, no, all right. Got it now. Shit. Squat cobbler, huh? Yeah. The fucking Boston Wells is splat. The Boston uh, ass splat or something like that, right? Oh, no, the Boston cream splat? Yeah, the Boston cream splat. The Dutch apple ass? Or the Hoboken squat cobbler? Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, speaking of squatting, um, I, I, there's, there's something that's always bothered me. There's some things that, that's always uh, been on on my mind when I when I scroll through Instagram. I don't know if you guys have uh, wondered this, but um, you know, you, you come across those uh, Instagram models, right? And uh, I don't know if you've ever watched their Instagram stories. Um, if you don't know the Instagram stories, it's way up top. There's these little circles. You click on them, and it's kind of like Snapchat before Instagram. And uh, it it pretty much shows what that person is doing on a daily, because it, it, you record it and it and it's daily on there feed. for 24 hours. Yeah. So you know, I I I've come across some of these uh, Instagram models, and these are girls. Usually, the guys uh, they they usually just work out and stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm not worried about that. <laughs> okay. I'm not worried about that. Put it in there. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> 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 I need more bass on my microphone to do that. And it's like, <laughs> watch, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> It doesn't sound the same. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't sound the same. But anyways, um, I don't know. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen this, but these Instagram model girls—they eat like shit, dude. <laughs> they eat like fried foods. They fucking—they just go to town on pizza. They fucking eat ice cream, like all types of dairy, oh, and then it's, uh, Cheetos, dairy. tacos, burritos, late night fucking just eats and shit <laughs> like that. And then I fucking. It you makes imagine. me think what kind of fucking shits they're taking, bro. <laughs> That's where you went to? Monster yeah. dubs. So hot chicks That's with <laughs> fat <laughs> shits. Yeah. Hot, hot chicks that take fat shits, bro. You know there's a yeah. video out there for you, right? Yeah, is it, there's, a, there's a video out there the for you, right? Two girls, one cup? 
<laughs> is that oh. the way you talk about? <laughs> Unfortunately, yes. I actually was able to sit through that whole thing. Oh. Oh. Dude, you're a champion, I did. man. Yeah. You're a champion. I've, I've seen some that. nasty shit in my life. I've seen things, bro. He actually took off it all. I've seen some shit, literally. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I. You guys don't ever wonder that. I, what, what, their, their, what their shits are like, or what? Like you know, you <laughs> see these skid marks on the tunnels. You know, you see these oh. girls. You know, they they're obviously Instagram <laughs> models or models. Just Here's the thing: those Instagram models don't think their shit stinks. That's the thing. Literally, <laughs> they don't th- they don't think their shit stank. So. I bet you, like, they've dated dudes for, like... Is there, like, a Fuck panel? you, eat, bitch! I'll, dude, I'll eat some fucking... I've, and this is a true story. I've, I'll, eat, I'll eat some fucking uh, Del Taco, and my ass would literally explode. Yeah. And these girls are fucking just going to town on fucking just, like, Taco Bell, fucking Jack in the Box, Because all these girls pizza. are in their 20s. Yeah, they're early all 20s. That's true. 20s, that's gotta, like, true. A they, 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 that's a good yeah. point, Jay. You just let nature take its course but, and we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, five years. Once they hit, like, 28, they're like, Have now. you guys ever, like, been on a date with a girl and, like, they're, they're just going to town on, like, some fucking nachos or fucking tachos? You guys know what tachos are? Yes. Tater tot nachos? <laughs> And just going to fucking town and, and you know, they're they're good looking and shit like that. And you're t- I, I, it just I can't judging, help that I mean, it crosses it my be, mind that they're, what massive shits are going to take <laughs> later on, dude. You're in your 30s, dude. Like, <laughs> do you think that in your 20s? No, but in my 20s, I was <laughs> like, yeah, I was like, fuck, if I'm taking a massive shit after this pizza, what I, I just, I can't imagine what kind of shit you're going to take when you get home after I drop you off. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm, I, that's what I'm saying. You're dropping oh. her off to drop off. There's a, oh. Once you see evidence that your girl shits, the magic's over, man. Right? Yeah, it's a little yeah. scary. Am I the one who thinks that? It's a little scary, which brings me to another story of mine. Oh. Are you guys oh. ready for this one? So I use, uh, I think most of us probably use baby wipes, right? You right. damn should. Okay, yeah. good, yeah. good, 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 good. We're getting personal so here. Oh, Omar doesn't. So, uh, you know. Watch how he does these baby wipes. your fingers. So, um, back in high school, and I... This, I, I never used to use wipes until this moment. Um, back in oh. high school. So this is gonna be a shit of story. Is what it's you're a, it's us. gonna be a shit story. Yeah. Back in high school, I used to pick up this girl from night school, right? Oh, <laughs> already you already know she's ghetto because I'm picking her up from night school. Is she in a group home too? Hey. A group home. It's because so she's a she's a number one draft. Yeah, not the rap team. Hey, it's because she was trying to get her extra credit so she could graduate on time. Anyways, so yeah, anyways, I used to pick her up from night school, right? And I used to bring her home, and I, I used to fucking, I used to have relations with her. And one time, and we had bunk beds. <laughs> bunk beds. <laughs> and so, so she slept up top? And so, <laughs> one day, no, uh, one night. <laughs> She's a top girl. Wait, let me finish, let me finish. So one you're night. A, you were bottom? One night, <laughs> she was, she was, uh, uh, she was riding me, uh. Reverse cowgirl. While you're on the bunk bed. And the bunk bed, yes. So she was, like, she was holding on to the, the little rails in the so bunk bed. And she was like, oh, wow. <laughs> so she was like this kind of hunched over like this. Oh, my God. And then we hit the streaks on your, on your stomach. She, she was grabbing onto the rails, right? <laughs> With the, the streaks on yeah. your stomach. And so <laughs> every, every, every time. She's staring at her chocolate starfish. No, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> let me get, let me get, I'm, get, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. So every time she would go up and down, right? I would just get a waft of fucking shit oh, in my fucking no. I was just like, just, You went soft. Just, uh, I didn't go soft. 
But <laughs> I was like, it got harder. It got harder. <laughs> it got harder. I went even harder. I got her shit pushed up. <laughs> no, 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 no. So now but, we know why you watched that whole so, video. So, <laughs> Now, now you know what? I've seen some, I've seen some shit, bro. Did it start to turtle out? Did it turtle out at you? <laughs> I, fucked, I literally fucked the shit out of her. No, no, no. That was a joke. That was a joke. But, um, it was a joke, but it happened. So, as, as we were having relations, like, this shit was... This, this, the smell of shit was just wafting to my face. And this is why I now make sure my booty hole is clean because I don't oh. want to just like to fucking funky ass shit just walking out of my pants. Did it turtle out and like crayon mark your stomach? <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Saw some happy trail had some brown Crayola. So yeah. What the fuck is this? I, fi- I finally had a happy trail. Oh, oh. And when I found out what it was, I was so I wasn't so happy afterwards. Oh, no. <laughs> Cause like Sasa used to shoot on her stomach. She's like, "You want to shoot on my stomach? I'm gonna shoot on yours." (laughs) (laughs) It's my turn. It's my turn, bitch. Oh shit. So. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. This is why you use wipes, guys. Make sure and make sure make sure your girls and your girlfriends and your wives and even like your side piece that you're messing around with, make sure that booty hole. Is clean. Rashad doesn't use wipes. <laughs> Maybe it's because he's in Europe so often. They they have bidets over there. Oh, yeah. yeah, they had they do have bidets over there. So yeah. Anyways, oh, uh, shit. Oh, sorry guys. I just had to yeah, <laughs> share no, that with you guys. No, thanks for sharing. That was, yeah. a, that was yeah. a good story. Yes. I'm glad our guests guests could hear this story uh, yeah. the day they come. Oh, man. <clears throat> Do you guys have any stories like that? that you <laughs> share? Oh, <laughs> yeah. What is, what is the craziest like? What, have you have you guys ever had an experience like with a girl like just like I don't know with you being a promoter back in the day like. Uh, Doing some kind of like favor. shit to favor, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you, what kind you, of favors? If I did this for you, can you get me into the club? Type of shit. No, I don't know. No, I never did. I was too ugly. <laughs> Shut, up. <laughs> Shut up, sweet child. You're a good looking dude, man. <laughs> no, I never had no that. homo. No homo. <laughs> no, nothing, Jay. <laughs> You guys ever uh, experienced you got, anything? Had some. Yeah, he was uh, while he was spinning. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I, I don't think I can. I, I can't so. recall anything at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the shit story was a bit much, party? right? Yeah, that's. I probably shouldn't have fucking. That's set the highest standard. Probably be TMI. <laughs> Too late. Tina knows that story. Yeah. <laughs> so it's cool. That's funny though. It's cool. You know, the funny thing about that story is that you. Teased me about telling me that story for years, and I always was like, "Nah, dude, I'm, I'm good, I'm good." <laughs> oh yeah, and you always like gave like like a, I was in the bunker. I'm like, I, I, I think I can figure out what happened, and I can now say that that story was way worse than what I thought it was. <laughs> good, especially with Art here talking about the fucking yeah. skid mark on the belly. <laughs> oh my god, that was my happy trail. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, we were talking about squat cobbler. <clears throat> So she peeled I out on your stomach. Got right? <laughs> <laughs> them skid marks. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> oh man, what is your most prized possession? Like, 
Where did that come from? We're not talking about that exactly. because, uh, Yeah, uh, as far as records go, or 12 inches. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, like, what do you, what do you, what is your most prized record that you're like, fuck, dude, I cannot, or when you found it, was you were just like, fuck, I can't believe I just fucking found this shit. Well, I think one record that I have that has it has nostalgia to it, so I'll never get rid of it mm-hmm. is uh, Funkadelic Maggot Brain. Okay. Some, yeah. It was in my mom's collection, and I always tripped out on it when I was young because the. You know, you got the lady with the fro, and and she's up to her neck in, in dirt, mm-hmm. and I mean, it's just like one thing I'll never get rid of. Like no one could give me any price for it. Nice. You know, even though it's not that hard of a record to find. Yeah. Hmm. Is it because like it was like part of your mom's collection? Yeah. It was just kind of there. Yeah. Did you kind of listen to it when you were as like as a kid too? Like yeah, just throwing it, it was, on, and it was just a song that. When I was in my early like as an early teen listen to that it, it was like too much for me i was like oh, this shit's too crazy like you're not ready for it man yeah i wasn't ready for it but uh, you know you you understand all that later yeah you know? so, I, th- I, I could kind of relate <clears throat> to that because uh my mom had uh or yeah had because now i have it uh the ninth creation the the sample to the artifacts uh oh. song the wrong side Ooh, of the tracks nice and um when i i mean i when I played it, I was just like, what the fuck? I know this shit. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's the sample of a uh, fucking uh, wrong side of the track. So now I have it. Yeah. Give me some bubble gum. <laughs> some bubble gum? Yeah. It's bubble gum. It's called bubble gum. Yeah. Ninth creation, bubble gum. Give me some bubble gum, baby. You just want to eat bubble gum. Yeah. Bubble gum. <laughs> um, so yeah, same thing. You probably yeah. you could probably find it, but it was it's just I don't know. I would never yeah, get rid of it because it was like I, that was probably like one of the first samples that I actually recognized being like oh shit that was that was on a record. Wow, you know what I mean? That's so a that's, that's a tough sample too. That I mean like it's not an easy thing to find. Oh really? Well, <laughs> I have it. I've never seen it. <laughs> Ninth creation you know, bubblegum. I don't have that shit. Oh. What there do you, you have? What's yours? Yeah, what's Mine? your 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 selection? Prize possession. Um, I would say like, well, I don't know if you guys heard of DJ uh, Rob One. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, he he put out a mixtape of uh, of, of these like, they're like these break records. Like back then, people used to put like mixtapes on break on records. Yeah, like these little New York records would come out, and they would uh, basically it's just like a mixtape on a record, and he put out a mixtape of. You know, a bunch of them together, and um, I've been trying to get that whole everything that he put on that on that mixtape. I'm trying to find that whole collection. I mean, mm. I'm I'm short like three or four of them. Oh wow! But but they're you know I've seen them, but they're, they're like fifty bucks, fifty sixty bucks for each record. And I'm like, uh, I don't <laughs> want to spend that much money. But any of those records, I won't sell. And he, he, Rob actually put out some records that he on uh, on EMI that he uh, some promo records he put out. That uh, I'll I'll never get rid of those. Yeah, I'll always have those. He was a pretty tight homie of yours, right? Yeah. 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 Rest in peace, Rob. One. Yeah. Damn. Right. I actually have his mixer yes. in my house. Oh really? Damn. Rob One's mixer. Yeah. His Shit. uh his girlfriend gave it to me. <clears throat> and she was like, "It's just sitting here in my storage. You want?" I was like, "Shit, yeah." <laughs> Damn. Damn. That's a dope ass fucking yeah. come up. 
Wow, dude. But she had she had these other records. What what Rob used to do, he used to like. Remember back back then, like the big thing was to get like uh like uh drops from artists. Mm-hmm. So you people would walk around their little dats or yeah. you know, little dats like, yeah. hey man, can I get a drop from you? So he would take his drops that he got from all these people and put them on acetates. Mm. So um, you know, an acetate is like a, a record before it's a record. Yeah, it, so yeah, it's, it's like the, yeah. But the, the, the acetate you can only use it like maybe fifteen times, mm-hmm. fifteen twenty times, and it just went to shit. You can't use it anymore. But he would take all his drops and put them on acetate. And so she had these records, and I, I told her I was like, you know, what? I really want those, but I don't think it's right for me to have those. Since you were his girl, you should keep those. Mm-hmm. Cause that's that's not the real personal. That's that's like priceless. Cause uh, he's like, don't even, don't ever give those up. But yeah. I could have had them. <laughs> no, you did the right thing. Yeah. Them, I didn't yeah. feel right. I would I would have not felt right taking those. Yeah, what? she. I took her mixer. I put the mixer though. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she sold with us a couple times up at the yeah. beat swap meet and and when it was in Chinatown. It was a yeah. cool experience. Was like, she selling the acetates? Just kidding. No, I told Lee those at home. But she had he had like a bunch of signed records. Like <clears throat> he had one uh, like a Beastie Boys one. Like MCA signed it. Oh, wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were a bunch of guru ones he had and like yeah, can, well right. can you go back really quick and yeah. just uh let people know who Rob One is because you know, for the listeners that don't know like the real history behind Rob One. He shouted out a lot. Yeah. Like through dilated peoples, you know, yeah. like a lot of Visionaries. LA. Yeah. He was like this uh LA DJ. Um he did a it's called a fly ID show. Mm. And um I forgot what college it was. He was going to college and he was doing it's called a fly ID show. And um it's kinda like the stretch and Bobito show. Yeah. But it was you know, on the West Coast. And uh, from there, he went to work. He worked at EMI Records, and uh, he did. He was like, he's like Graph King. He was like uh, part of the original, one of the original dudes in CBS. Yeah. Which um, they actually just made a documentary for that. I'm trying to get that no damn way. movie down here. Damn. Yeah, they did a documentary for it. It's it's played in LA and San Francisco, and and uh, I just played I think last night in Vegas. Wow. But we're trying to bring it down here to San Diego, and then uh, but we're having some. You know, everybody knows any uh. Theaters we can play it at. Can can we tried? Yeah, they wanted know. like they want a million dollar uh, insurance coverage. What? Oh, Shit. What does that even mean? Hold on, let me know. let me get my wallet out real quick. Yeah. and help Shit. you. Yeah. I was like, what do you think everyone's gonna go and bomb the place? Theaters hanging out, you know. But that's uh, a little weird. Yeah. We're working on it. We'll, we'll get it down here. It'll, it'll be a dope movie to go see. Damn, that's Every dope. Yeah. You heard it here, guys. There's a possibility. Yeah. <clears throat> Dang, that's dope. He used to come. You know, Rob used to come down. Um, well, he worked at EMI. Like, like when I, when did the street promotions? Like, one dude, uh, this other promoter in LA was like, "Hey, man, you got to call this dude Rob One at EMI. He'll hook you up. You know, get you on the team." So we, I called up EMI Records and I was like, uh, "We want to do some street promotions for you guys." And Rob's like, "Fuck yeah, man." Just, uh, I'll give you whatever you guys want, but I can't pay you. <laughs> yeah. So we're still new. We're like, cool, give us stuff. <laughs> so um, he eventually ended up, they, uh, you might eventually, you know, paying us. They give us an account and everything. And Rob just became like a, like a homie. Every, wow. come, every time he came to San Diego, he stayed, with a, he stayed at my house. Mm. Wow. And um, we used to watch porn together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, speaking of porn, Jose's calling me back again. Uh oh. What's up? How What's up? Uh, oh, was I talking about Rob? Yeah. So he would come down to San Diego a lot, and then uh, just hang out, and uh, we go to different spots, and we'd always go record digging with that dude. And like, um, 
Actually, uh, I went to his house one time in L.A. and that was just, that was weird, dude. <laughs> Why was it weird? Because it was uh, he lived in an apartment with his mom okay. and he had no furniture. <clears throat> what? what? As soon as we walked in the house, there was no furniture. There was just fucking records. The oh, whole wow. living room was just Damn. records. Like every wall had like you know crates of records. Back then, you didn't have the IKEA stack. You didn't have you know like the IKEA display case. You had you had crates. You just, just stacking crates yeah. up. Huh? And all around the floor, and it was just—it was insane. Can you imagine um, if an earthquake happened, dude? Oh man! And he was on the second floor. I was like, dude, you might collapse hey. in the building. Oh. Chuck, Chuck. Yeah. Did you ever? Did you ever get up on the wall with him? Nah, man. I, I have no artist artistic skills at all with graph. <laughs> on the worst ever. Me neither. By the I way, I can't draw for shit. Did, did you get to see him throw down? Yeah, yeah, a bunch of times. They actually yeah. did one in, um, uh, you know, off of, uh, you take Mission Gorge, you keep going down, and, uh, yeah. you know, where, uh, right by where that police station is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Way down there, if you go to the left of there, there's like 20 foot walls over there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did a piece over there with him and a couple dudes from CBS. It was called, um, it was called Watch Out for That Piece. Oh, damn. Wow. And it was like, it was, they did it like 20 feet tall, and then across was like 50 feet across. And it took him like the whole weekend, like, and uh, I have a picture of it somewhere. It's it's insane. Dang, that's that's dope. But I guess right it's, I guess um they uh that's in that movie, the, the CBS documentary. It's in there. Hmm. Doing that wall, yeah. We need to see this. Yeah, we need. Yeah. Interested in seeing. So Sweet Chuck was just telling us that there's a documentary gonna that's gonna come out on CBS on on Rob One. Oh yeah, Cali Bomb Squad. Yeah. yeah. The whole originators that shit, of the crew. That shit, all, that shit went all the way to uh, El Paso, CBS. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was like somebody's cousin that said that they had permission to start a chapter over there. <laughs> <laughs> do you, Do you guys think that the new B boys know about the CBS crew? Oh hell no. No. B boys no, don't know that much shit. Yeah. <laughs> B boys nowadays don't know. Um, aren't very familiar with a lot of graffiti. Let, let's go over the list of things that were discussed today that B-boys and just hip-hop enthusiasts these days don't know anything about. Like, you know, just everything that Sweet Chuck talked about. Yeah. Can't assume. Even house parties. I mean, do people still have house parties or yeah, like you know, DJ know, battles and stuff know. like that? I mean, like, dude, it was a different time. Man. Yeah. yeah. You know what? There's something I wanted to ask uh, during this is uh, I heard Sweet Chuck that you had put uh, Cross One into promotions like he he you're the yeah. reason that he started promoting we had a friend that was a to do cliff and then um was like that my partner uh, tim it was his friend and then so this cliff was like hey man you should put my homie cross on and then um cross back then he worked he was like a he worked at a like a japanese restaurant yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he was like a sous chef or some shit like that i don't remember what it was so you know he he joined the crew and he was like he he promoted with us for a little while, and then that's when he we um he got he did his first freestyle session. Mm. Wow, down uh, Chula Vista. Then, yeah, Dang. at the you know boys and girls club. Wow. And yeah, his first he did this first one by himself, and then uh, I think we did a couple of them together. We did uh, when he first started we we did um we did a, an MC battle called Lyrical Warfare, mm-hmm. and uh, that was super dope. It was so good. Damn. <laughs> And we did that, and we actually had two DJ battles. Uh huh. Yeah, and then uh, and then uh, he just 
He took off. He did his own thing. I was helping him out for a little bit. I was never really a part. I just helped him out, you know. Uh-huh. You know, Cross, he, he, you know, he did everything on his own. So. Word. Shout out Cross yeah. 1. Freestyle yeah. session. Yeah. I think everybody lived at his house. Every B-boy from yeah, San Diego at, lived, at at point, lived at his house. I yeah. think a lot of wow. B-boys were living with them yeah. for a while. Yeah. I lived with them for a little while, and then I couldn't take it because there was too many damn B-boys there. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. so, so Cross was really uh, yeah. really housing motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, he was. <laughs> it was. I think there was a point when his parents moved to, like, Japan. Yeah. yeah. So he had wow. the house to himself. Uh-huh. So he just had people coming and crashing. And, you I know. think at the, uh, there was a point where all the rhythm bugs were living with them. Yeah, yeah. Was. Yeah. That's right. the one that, you know, I moved in and I brought in my turn, my turntables and we set them up in there. And then he bought two turntables. So we had four turntables. And then, um. Sounds like a frat house. Yeah. Like a hip hop like, frat house. Yeah. It was like a B-boy frat house. <laughs> B-boy frat house. Spring Valley. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, it was Spring Valley, right? Over there. Yeah. 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 I think, yeah. yeah. You, you know, one of the, my pet peeves today. Oh, what? Is like when you're watching like a bunch of dudes scratching. Looks like a bunch. Of, it's like looks like a giant circle jerk. <laughs> they all have their heads down. Their right hand is moving really quick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we, we have like four turntables, oh, and you have like four dudes looking down with their right hand is moving really fast. <laughs> They're all bobbing their head at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Look at the last art, that one last piece that art put out. There's a bunch of dudes like walk, doing a scratch session. <laughs> yeah, because you know, like, you know, you can get so geeky with uh, DJing that uh, a lot of girls aren't going to pay attention to you. <laughs> no, it's the same thing with B boys too. Right? Yeah, the majority of uh, they're they're in a circle, cipher, stand each other, giving each other props. <laughs> Trying to impress each other. Sweating yeah, together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Trying to impress each other, exactly. I think in general, like, back in the day, if you were a DJ, you were a lot more interesting yeah, to, yeah. to anyone in the crowd versus now. Because, I mean, everyone can do it. Anyone can just plug their computer in. You know, that, I almost feel like there's a lot... <laughs> There's a big population of, of DJs now who are kind of just douchey, you know? Like, Super douchey. And you, you're not excluding the hip-hop crowd either are you no i mean yeah. just across the board like uh, there are hip-hop douche djs aren't there yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. well yeah. I, I mean some people don't even play hip-hop anymore like it's like open format you know like what does open it. format mean like you play what the fuck you want <laughs> no you play what the crowd wants you to play it's okay it's not allowed it's you, like a, it's like play a with styles the, dj you play what the manager tells you to play <laughs> okay so a lot of people might get mad at me for saying this but um, <clears throat> I think it's kind of, uh, I'm going to say this people that I've spun with back in the early two thousands that were all about the, like, yo man, it's all about, it's all about the music. He's got to, yeah. you know, keep it real. A lot of them that are still spinning today are not living by that anymore. I, they're, am, I fucking they're agree. Capturing that paycheck. They're capturing yeah. that paycheck and they're trying to stay alive within the scene. Yeah. Uh, you guys might hate me, but I don't know. What, well, what, do you I, do? what can you do? There was I, a, don't, I don't hate them for yeah. doing it because I mean that's, I get it. That that's the way me. that they need to like make a living. Mm-hmm. But I feel like some of the attitude that goes with that, like you know, I I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm just too much of a purist, but I I feel like you know I'd rather spend vinyl for free for people who like really enjoy it rather than get paid a thousand bucks and have to 
play shit that I fucking hate. Yeah. yeah. I feel the same way, but I understand when people and DJs have to play what they got to play. I right. mean, I mean, if you can do that. But if you were about all this whole fucking I'm about this shit type of life, <laughs> yeah. like 10 years ago, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm going to play uh, some pop music for these guys. What the f- Like, what happened to you, dude? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I kind of fall victim in playing some of the top forty shit. <laughs> but you never, to. you never proclaimed that but, a long time ago, though. Yeah. No, no, no. You no. like some of that. But stuff. you know no, what? But I, I play what I like. From, I mean, though. I if I'll I'll play whatever I like because I mean I like some of the new stuff too. So mm-hmm. I mean, I won't sit there and play EDM shit because I can't. Oh. I can't. I, I don't know that. <laughs> I'm. Not, it's not that I don't like it. I I'm just not familiar with yeah. it. You know what I mean? So, like, other stuff, like, I've, I've played at Dave & Buster's and stuff like that, where I have to play, like, top 40 yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Oh, but, and I'll play but that's the stuff a paid that I, gig. That's yeah. a paid gig, and, you know, like, I mean, you, there is a certain amount of compromise that, that you're going to do for yeah. a paid gig, and you already have to accept that. It's not, but, like, but being like, yo, I get paid for this, and I'm fucking the shit. Like, fuck all y'all DJs, and I play the... I play shit that everyone can hear, like, on the radio. Like, yeah. I don't understand that attitude, you know? Yeah, I never understand that either. Like, no. they're, they're never gracious or just, like, happy that, <laughs> that they're where they're at, right? Yeah. But, you know, today, the thing is, is, like, back to you, Jay, as far as uh, what you're, um, you'd rather, you know, spend for free than and spend shit that you like. Mm-hmm. People have more options now, man. I mean, like, what you guys are doing, I think, is awesome. When you guys are having a show and you guys are actually <clears throat> sharing the love of vinyl. Thank you. And I wanted to ask you guys, man, like, because uh, one thing that I know is I'm not a DJ, but I notice people who don't actually participate in, like, you know, spinning and mixing and all that stuff are buying records now, too. Have you seen a, a flux of those types of people coming through? A lot, man. You mean, Definitely like, hipsters? Is it hipsters all, or is it, like... No, some... it's, it's a lot of people. Yeah, well, let's put it this way. Like... I, I've seen it in the last 10 years that um, you could, you, there was a huge amount of like classic rock records, you know, about 10 years ago, yeah. and you cannot find them now. Yeah. It, it's very, very rare to find good classic rock records just out in the wild. Like if you're, if you're digging at like thrift stores and sounds stuff. like hipsters than me. I got the, I got the, <laughs> no? I got the immigrant on uh, vinyl. Oh. Yeah, the Led Zeppelin. Nice. I got an immigrant in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> and next to you. Oh, yeah, next to me. <laughs> Fucking immigrants. <laughs> um, that, you are too. That one? There, technically, you are What's too. up, Jose? There, there's, um, it's, it's crazy because even in the, the dollar bins over here at Amoeba, I found, like, three breaks. Ones Ooh. that we spend, like, pretty frequently. Which ones? In the dollar bill. So one of them was the um, Lost a Child. Um, that's, that's that one record that uh, has that it's the original two um, it's that original two uh, bust, a, bust a Move oh yeah yeah yeah, oh, oh, shit. yeah. so found, found a child I'm sorry so, found a child yeah so, yeah. so, so that, that one I saw that, that one and I also saw like Another, yeah, Ball and Jack. That's, I found that record in the one dollar bin. I love finding that record for a buck. It's such a good record for a dollar. Yeah, it's crazy. And even the even the the Bette Midler break. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no one knows knows about. But you can find that in the dollar bin. I saw that yeah, in the people also. A lot. Cool. It's crazy. Like these are like some pretty good breaks that we mm-hmm. used to, you know, do gigs off of, and, and they're in the dollar bin. Do you, do you think she's having fun in that uh, during that break? <laughs> which, which one? She's kind of making a lot of noise. Which one? Is yeah. It? Beth Miller. Beth Miller break. 
Which how is that one? The break is like, uh, oh. shit. Like, cool, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know. Break and we, me, Saki. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that is that the Randy Saki. West up and comers break? <laughs> <laughs> you think she knew Randy West back then? Maybe. Oh. Uh, maybe that's how she came up. <laughs> <laughs> it, oh, it's Hustler. It's called Hustler. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was funny. That was, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Um, fuck. There was a. Good yeah, good old Amoeba, man. I, I I need to make a trip up there pretty soon. I I love going. Hit me there. up, man. Yeah. Hit me up. Should. We'll go to Amoeba. We'll yeah, go to strip club right after. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you're, you're right by Amoeba, right? Right, Jose. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm like literally like three minutes away. Damn. Wait, hey, Jose, have you been to uh have you been to Record Jungle? Did you hear a sweet chat? No, what do you say? I said, have you been to uh, Record Jungle? Yes, I have. Oh, you, you know, I, I like that spot, but... Um, Expensive? You really have to be in the mood to really dig, because they yeah. really put out stuff like that you have to dig through. Like, you, they don't really... Uh, yeah, I really felt like they didn't really separate their, their records very well. No, they don't. I feel you like just, they just really time. put out whatever That's, they bought that yeah. day or that week or something. They just put it out there for you yeah. to dig through. That's kind of cool, though, in a lot of ways, if you do have the time, because then, you know, if it's not in alphabetical order, then you don't, then, like, people can't just, like, pick up the good shit real quick. They have to, yeah, oh, yeah. They yeah. have to spend the time, you know? Yeah. Yes. If you have the time, that would be a good spot. Hmm. I, found some, um, I found some really cheap, good hip-hop stuff there. Nice. Yeah, so that, that you, it's, it's a pro and con of that, you know? You have your... Yeah, if you have a lot of time to spend, that's a good spot because you could probably find some good stuff over there. But if you if you already kind of have a feeling of what you want to buy, um, go to Amoeba or something. Yeah. It's, uh, I have a question for all all you guys that have like a massive collection of records. Like, since you have a bunch of like a big collection of records, what do you guys look for now? Like, do you still look for like rare stuff? I'm on. You know what, man? Like since the since Serato came out, I'm more like aware of what I want to get. You know, like yeah, there's records out there that I've never knew that was around, and I'm like, oh shit, I know about this one because I have the MP3 to it. I think I want to buy it. So. Uh-huh. I've been on a I've been on a hip hop 45 thing lately. Oh, nice. I just bought a lighter shade of brown. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. shit, it's about it. What you one. buy? Yeah, which one you buy? I mean, it was uh, just like sitting in the park on the, sun, the, the Sunday afternoon one. Oh, okay. I had to buy it. I didn't even know that forty five existed, <laughs> and I saw yeah. it on eBay. I was like, oh shit, I gotta buy it. What about you, Jay? Yeah, for me, it's kind of like threefold. Like I, I look for a, a few different things in the sense of, like. I'm looking for me, but not as much anymore because, I mean, you know, I just don't have the space to to get doubles and triples of things or, but, um, you know, like maybe one out of every 10 records or, or five records that I buy, like it'll be for me. And then some other stuff will just be like, oh, I know I can hopefully flip this, yeah. you know? And yeah. I mean, that's yeah, that's what I was about to ask you. I was like, do you buy to sell? Like, you know, like, I do. Just yeah. for example, <laughs> I do. Like that one, I do. Yeah. It's kind of a capitalistic pig kind of thing, but you know, at the same time, like I never feel like I, I overprice it. I'll always underprice anything on the internet. And then, you know, then I feel like I'm passing on love to other people who can, who can appreciate it. And then yeah. I get a couple dollars in my pocket. 
I, w- no. I will say about that, uh, you guys uh, being at uh, going to the Vinyl Frontier and like some of the other shows that <clears throat> even at the bo- uh, Beat Swapping and stuff like that, that you guys price your records really well. Thanks, man. You even hook it up as well sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it, there's no reason not to, you know, like, because, I mean, when I'm, you know, when I die, are, are they going to... Yeah, they're gonna I, dig uh, a hundred foot hole to like throw all my shit in there. Like, <laughs> no, when like, I die, I want everyone to pick up a record. Yeah. So when I die, I want all you guys to just come up and just get a record and go home with it. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I've, I've thought about that too, Jose. Like, that's the same. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't want to put this on my family, but like, if I ever pass away young, well, kind of young as I am right now, <laughs> yeah. that like you know, I would hope that there would just be you know. My collection would be there, and people would just take whatever they want. But I wouldn't want them to have to move all the shit around. You, you, got, you, got, hor- you got hordes of friends coming up with trucks and shit. <laughs> Basically. Kay you know, really wanted me to have this, these. <laughs> <laughs> all these. I'll, I'll take your music. Yo, what about you? Uh, are, what, huh? what about you? Like, what, what do you look for now? Is, like, is it still like... Dog pound. Dog pound. Yeah, no, pound. you know what? Like so, <laughs> pound town. So if it's if it's you're like corrupt, uh, you're a big corrupt fan, right? Yeah, I am a huge corrupt fan. I love the dog pound, man. Um, when I was in high school, um, it was either Wu Tang or the dog pound, and you know, oh, like you, here's the thing, um, corrupt was always doing shit with Pete Rock and like Jizza and you know, yeah, because he's true master and all that. So he's you know originally from Philly, mm-hmm. so like he had the lyricism that Wu Tang had as well, and so did. Uh, Daz Dillinger, don't get me wrong, but those were two of my main groups. But like, um, when I see classic West Coast rap shit, like Dog Pound, Exhibit, anything like that, I, I'm like, ooh. Like, for example, I bought two things over here on Record Store Day because that's all I could afford. Ooh, what is <laughs> but, that? What, so I bought Ugly Ducklings, uh, Rio de Janeiro. Oh, sick. Oh, shit. Uh, 12 inch. It was, oh, it was a sealed. Good that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. I fucking opened that shit up. I was they're like, still, <laughs> They're still massively that, underrated, And then I got man. Surefire Assault Ensemble, you know, a local uh, uh, funk band. Yeah. Actually, shout out to Surefire Assault Ensemble. Shout out to Tim. When I saw the Ugly Duckling record, I was like, oh, that's me. That's West Coast hip hop. You know, that's like, I love that underground, like, head nodding shit. But, you know, if I were to see something like, you know, like I said, Corrupt, like I, I, I skipped on uh, Corrupt's album. Um, I forgot what album, his first album that he had solo. Yeah, I know what you're talking oh, about. I saw it in L.A. and I, I, I picked it up. I'm like, cool, I'll come back and pick it up. But they closed by the time I came back. Oh, so I shit. Yo, man, speaking of Ugly Duckling, Young Einstein has a dope record collection, man. I always oh, look God. at his stuff. Yeah, that guy is, yeah, that guy is uh, a beat maker. Jose, uh, uh, Kid Dragon told me that he he's hung out with Young Einstein before, and he said that Young Einstein has twenty crates of records that are just drums, Sheesh. only only drum samples. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, I got that's crazy. Crate. <laughs> what do you think Yo, about did it? You, did you guys ever buy? Uh, remember when Jay Dilla's mom was selling his records? Did you guys buy one of those? No, I didn't. No. I didn't. No. I don't uh, know. I, I bought a couple. I, you know, I felt Did bad you... a little bit afterwards. I'm like, fuck. You <laughs> opportunist piece of like shit. That. I think that's hilarious. You know, so <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Money off of his death and yeah. shit, but, you know, whatever. Well, <laughs> I think it's good that you, like, supported, you know, the yeah. family. That, yeah. That, I think that's you bought, cool. You, you bought it off uh, the mom. Yeah, she gave me a little certificate, too. It was pretty cool. That's, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, uh, during that time, I remember everyone was posting it. 
And then, like, shortly after, people were, like, um, talking about how, like, his mom was kind of making money off his death. And I was like, oh, shit, did I do something bad? But, uh, you know, I, felt, you know, I kind of felt cool because I got something from him, you know? Like, oh, shit, I got some of his personal collection and all right. that. But yeah. I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. Bashing, no, yeah, yeah. But there was a group of people... I think even DJ Fucking millennials. But it is. It's true. Yeah, that dude was like talking shit about his mom and all that. So yeah. I was like, oh. But unless they know her personally, man, I mean, you don't really know. I mean, it's yeah. expensive to bury somebody, dude. Yeah. yeah. I don't think yeah. people. I don't think people realize that. Fuck it's, those people that are fucking talking shit. Good observation. If you have someone who died, you know. Yeah, but if you don't, you know, you got life insurance. Oh man. Yeah. You have critics. You can have critics uh, either way. Uh, Fuck them critics. I yeah. don't, man. People but, are screwed uh, if I fucking die. My <laughs> family's <laughs> <laughs> screwed. They'll be selling all sorts of shit. Selling Mike Logic's <laughs> mini DVs. <laughs> fucking certified Red Room shit. <laughs> well, you still won't yeah. see it. Uh, <laughs> Porn what's collection. it called? Um, exactly. Does that question kind of go along with uh, oh, what are you God. listening to nowadays? <laughs> what do you what are you shopping for? Cause, you know, yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, I was gonna say. Let's go. Let's go around the uh, table right now. Yeah. and see what people are listening to. Yeah, let's do um, that. We close it out with that. Um, go, uh, we'll start with the uh, sweet chug. What do you what do you what are you bumping right now in in your car? In my or car? while you're working? DJ you're Magic or... Mike. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> he was. I, I was. I had that CD, but uh, I've listened to uh, Brother Ali lately. Oh shit! Okay. All right, yeah. nice. That dude is just super dope, man. I just, I don't know. I just, I just like that whole style. Mm. Doesn't he have a new record coming out? Like, really? Yeah, soon? He's, he's performing here in a couple of weeks. Oh shit! Yeah. Where? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he is. Observatory. Uh, at Park? Oh, dang. At that observatory? Yeah, that's it. Nice. I think. Yeah, it's like a five dollar show. Yeah, yeah, it's five. Whoa. You know, it's just gonna be packed. Like, with yeah. people that don't even know who the fuck he is. Yeah. yeah. That's how North Park does now. I'm, I'm, five bucks, I'm talking shit. Out. Yeah, I'm talking shit, motherfucker. You guys see the far side for five bucks? I no, I didn't. How was that show? Was it? That was dope. It was out of town. Did they know the words this time? A bunch of kids just showing up. What about you, Jay? What are you bumping? What are you listening to? Like. You know, just on your leisure time this week. You know, I kind of have like just, you know, a stack of like soul records that, you know, that I bought on a whim. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to sell this. This is something I'm going to just listen to. But actually, the thing that like kind of popped out of my mind is uh, I- I've been listening to Prince Paul's Psychoanalysis. Okay. That's, I- I've always wanted that record and I had a chance to buy it not too long ago for relatively cheap. It was. It was twenty bucks at uh, Five Space. Oh, I just sold you Five Space. One more time. Five Space. All right. Where's that plug? I was, was kind of surprised. I see y'all. Sure. I see y'all. I, 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 was, I was selling that a while were ago. Were you? Yeah. So why'd you play for me, motherfucker? <laughs> How much were you selling it for? Though? It was like ten, fifteen. Really? Ooh. Oh, I fucked up, man. Damn, son. It's worth twenty, but I would have sold it. Hey, I'll buy it off you. I gotta find it. I'll buy it off you for fifteen. I just moved to. I love Prince Paul. That's that's my dude. Uh, no one can front on Prince Prince Paul at all. Oh, yeah, dude. Yo, man, he was here last Friday. Oh, where? 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 What? What? Over, in LA? over yeah, here right. in LA, at the root down. Oh, oh shit! Yeah, damn. Everybody goes to LA. Yeah. What? Yeah, dude. There's so much shit going on, but you know, fuck. But it's LA. I'm always out there in San Diego. But it's LA. Leaving us in the dust. Being a nurse. I'm changing diapers. What are you listening to, Mike? Man, I'm listening to some reggae. 
You guys know uh, Jimmy Cliff? Some Bumba oh, yeah. yeah. Jimmy Bumba. Cliff. <laughs> That's what I've been listening to. <laughs> nice. Right. But, uh, Sister Nancy or what? He said Jimmy Cliff. Kind of reggae, man. Sean Paul. Bob Barley. Sean Paul. Sean Paul. Sean Paul. Sean Paul. Snow. Some informer. What are you listening to, Rockstar? Uh, I just actually got the Kendrick Lamar new one. Oh, okay. Oh, Bob and new Kendrick. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. Damn. Damn. I liked it. Yeah. Damn, yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, Damn. we're bumping that. Yeah, I heard it's really good. Damn. Yeah, I'm back in the school. Yeah. That's a good album. Art? Uh, a few things. Uh, Men at Work. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Like Australia. I said, the uh, Surefire Soul Ensemble. Yeah. Uh, because I picked up the album for Record Store Day, uh, Ugly Duckling. And then, of course, as always, to get the lyricism in, I am listening to Demigods. Ooh. Every yeah. fucking wow. every every episode, he's because yeah. I, I can't get enough of like this like apathy self-titled Ryu the way they spit lyrics is just fucking mm. fire, man. Damn, it makes me want to rap again. I got a story about art if I could throw it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let it roll. Okay. Okay. Does anyone remember East Street Alley? Fuck yeah. Is this gonna be about him rapping in the battle? Okay. Okay. Everyone knows the story then, right? I don't know. Well, no, 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 no. Let's hear your version. No, no. Okay. I remember I went to East Street Alley one night and because I knew he was gonna be there and a couple other people, but. I didn't know he was gonna battle, and and he, uh, and he actually, yeah, you won, right? That was the first night. You the, didn't know you were gonna battle that MC night, right? battle. I didn't know I was gonna win that night. Cause uh, so the story is, is that from the, on the back end, I don't know if you guys know about this, but like uh, one of the promoters, he th- he was throwing this event, and then another guy who happens to be another promoter comes in and goes, oh, there's gonna be some hip hop. Well, you gotta have an MC battle. So then they kind of had a, like a little beep in the back and then they threw an MC battle and then Art actually came in and won on the first night. Oh, yeah. After losing in the, the first in a B-boy battle. battle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you lost huffing and puffing after I lost. <laughs> and like, I saw. I lost I'm going to keep mine. By Athlon, you know? <laughs> Which that was cool, but did you see the uh, the following night when, uh, or the following week when he battled Bowden? That's no. my favorite one. It wasn't the following. Oh. It was like a couple weeks later. It was a couple weeks later? When he battled Bowden, that was that was a good. And Art, Art did a good job too. I, yeah. I like to bring it up just because like no one knows Art as a rapper. I didn't well, know. As a lyricist, the thing about battling, people always want to do. Yo, I take your mama's underwear tied around your nose and kick you with flows because you no, know, and they they come with this is and I, I thought like battling like I thought people cared about like lyrical like. Like lyrics and shit. Cadence. Like I thought people people cared about like how shit sounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then no, that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> you just had to have like some witty punchlines, like yeah, five of exactly. them. You were good. Yeah. So I guess like real MCs couldn't really battle. That's around the time that me and Art <laughs> actually met because uh, I was filming uh, East Street Alley and somebody hit up Art thinking he was me, <laughs> saying like, "Yo, man, I want that footage." <laughs> Because we both had long hair and we're wearing you dread bags. Yeah, yeah. You had long hair? <laughs> yeah. Like, look at Rockstar. Rockstar was giggling about that. I fucking immediately cut my hair because I was like, fuck that. I can't, I can't have someone else having the same look as me. He's very taller and skinnier than me. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Rock, <laughs> so I'm cracking up right now. Yeah, Mike used to have dreads. 
Wow. <laughs> I had dreads. I had, I had a fro. Oh, you had a fro. And then and he put and it there down. That bone thugs and harmony. It, you had that fucking beehive <laughs> head too. Yeah. Hey man, I actually want to grow it back after watching Moana, dude. I was like, oh, oh shit, dude. You're gonna be a demigod too. <laughs> like the too? fucking yeah. rock in that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, uh, fucking rocks, right? You little boy. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little boy right now. Shut up, kids. Well, <laughs> uh, I've been um, getting back to my Mexican roots, so I've been listening to a lot of oldies and shit right now. Mm. Oh, hell yeah. I think I was inspired by uh, being at the Chica- Chicano Park Day. Oh, nice. Well, actually, before that, I always kind of just, like, on Sundays, I like to grill, and I like to play some reggae and some oldies on Sundays, so... Um, Shit. Yeah. <laughs> I like to keep it real. I was actually having a conversation with one of my coworkers today about Joe Baton and shit like that. So yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Have you heard his uh, his version of Crystal Blue Persuasion? I know he yeah, did it. Yeah. I've That's I've seen yeah. Asian Persuasion Volume Two. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Yeah, Why is it always right. come back to porn over here, dude? <laughs> I like that. This is a, the vinyl digging porn episode. <laughs> I really like that song uh, that he made, uh, Young Gifted and Brown. Oh, that's oh yeah. yeah. That's, that's awesome. a good one. The Afro-Filipino. What, what yeah. about Rapo Clapo? This was that one. Oh, no. Joe Baton, Rapo Clapo. Oh, I haven't heard that one. That's what? that's when he got into some rap shit. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. I, gotta, I gotta look that one up. Joe Baton's a, a G, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Shit. All right. Well, I think we're uh, Jose. I'm gonna hang up with you because I think we're gonna wrap up. What's up? Are you listening to Tuxedo right now? Yeah. Hell yeah, Tuxedo. That's the shit. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Let me. Uh, let me. Let me. Let me start that over. What are you listening to, uh, Jose? I'm listening to that tuxedo that Jake wanted me Hawthorne one. Oh, okay. Yeah, that shit's, that shit's last, dope, last time man. Art was playing at the crib, I was like, oh shit, that's some dope shit. Yeah, tuxedo is dope. Yeah. I never really knew All right, it fellas. All right, Jose, thank you Peace for calling in, bro. Yeah. Sorry, sorry I missed your call that first time and then uh It's all good. It's all good. I didn't, I didn't hear my phone ring, but uh <laughs> thanks for uh tuning in with us and shit. Peace. Alright, peace. Later. Alright. Uh we'll wait we'll wait for a hose I mean uh art so we can wrap up. Oh who fucking leaves. I know, right when we're about to wrap up. Yeah. Um, Shit. Yeah, this is you guys got better posture than I do, anyway. So, yeah. oh, fucking back starting right now. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, this is good. You tripping out on my uh, tamarindo? Like, no, what was that? You thought I was trying to give you uh, signs? Fucking, <laughs> like you pointers, deep throwing some candy, no, and like, looking right at Jay. <laughs> Yeah, dude. You looked at me too long when you were doing that. There's actually a, a meme like of, of this. It has a picture of this. This is why Mexican girls' head is oh, head game is strong. <laughs> wow! Wow! You guys don't know what that is. He's eating is a. Oh, he got someone Oh yeah. Well, I was I wasn't really speaking into it, but um, during the podcast, uh, Jay was a little weirded Concerned. out that I, was, I was eating uh, Mexican candy the Lucas the pelo because you were sucking on it like it was a fuck sucking on it hard and then just making <laughs> eyes just straight eyes at Jay yeah, I was making eye contact with Jay like and everybody was, like, was uncomfortable he's like actually. what's up like he kind of gave me like the what's up like 
dude, you're making me uncomfortable. But um, no, I was just seeing Tamarindo. Well, um, I mean, the shit story didn't make me feel. Yeah, yeah, I know. Sorry. That, yeah, that's like, everybody else. Yeah, well, <laughs> well done on that. You know. And so I was saying that um, there's actually a meme. This is uh, uh, and it has a picture of these these uh, Tamarindo things, and it says why Mexican girls' head game is strong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just saying. Um, nice. nice. I don't know if how, how uh, many of you guys have been with a Mexican girl, but uh, uh, I got to try it <laughs> But anyways, um, thank you guys. Thank you, Sweet Truck. Uh, thank you, thank you Jay, for taking the time thank and uh, fucking just hanging out with us, bro. And that I'm a big been, fan of the podcast, so it's, it's no, fun. We're, we're a big fan of you guys, man. It's been a big. You know, big pleasure to be here. So yeah, thank you guys. likewise. Yeah. Take like a big pleasure. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Chuck. <laughs> Again, just being in this room with you guys has uh, been an honor. Yeah, thanks for taking all your time out, you know? Yeah, dude. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, before we go, can you plug Vinyl Frontier one more yeah. time for us? Yes, Vinyl Frontier, it's happening on Sunday, May 21st at U31. It's from 12 to 6. Free admission. We're going to have people selling records, full bar. Live DJs, all vinyl. Yep. We're going to have DJs spinning all vinyl throughout the day. You know, it's going to be a fun day, daytime party in North Park. You should come out. You should definitely come check it out if you've never seen it before. It's, it's a lot of fun. So if you're planning like a, a Sunday fun day anytime in this next coming month, I suggest Vinyl Frontier as one of your stops. Um, yeah, and they have a dope uh, lineup of DJs spinning live with vinyl. And if you're a digger, you've got uh, a good place to dig over there as well. Yep. And you can drink while you're doing it. Not many other places you can go to a no. record store and just get drunk while you're uh, digging for dope shit. Yeah, it is 21 and up. So, yeah, don't bring your babies. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no kids allowed. Sorry. <laughs> There's food too if you're hungry. Oh. Yeah, yeah, they serve food, uh, full bar, craft beer, cocktails. Crazy motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, uh, well, anyways, do uh, you guys want to plug anything else before we wrap it up? No, I'm good. I have a whole bulk of... Whole bulk of... Lots of There's a lot, lot of things today. I brought pie, guys, just uh, uh, FYI. Nobody wants to eat Ooh. anything. You brought hair pie. pie. No, I, cream pie. Brought, I brought pie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, so that Peace. is the end of our podcast, and we'll be wrapping it up. Uh, listen for the next podcast. Uh, it should be coming with, uh, I don't know, within about two weeks. We'll have another surprise guest maybe for y'all. And for now, um, <clears throat> listen to us and the Not So Fresh podcast always here on Mixcloud.com. And soon enough, we will be uh, finding other outlets for you guys to listen to. We also will be having the Get Down. It is the return of the Get Down, our B-Boy event. Uh, July 22nd, which is no rela- Saturday. No relations to... Yeah, no relations show. to that crazy show on the Netflix. Whack-ass <laughs> show. Um, uh, we've actually had this jam called The Get Down since the early 2000s when uh, Mike Logic was throwing it. And now we're bringing it back uh, <laughs> with the Not So Fresh podcast. So save the date, July 22nd. It's a Saturday. And we'll be here in San Diego, California at... Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Cultura de la Raza. Yeah, Centro Cultura de la Raza. Okay. And uh, one more plug before we go. Uh, we also having a fundraiser on, on oh, yeah. June 3rd. It's going to be at Por Favor uh, Mexican Restaurant. And it's going to be from 1 to 5. We're selling tickets for $25. And you will have 
uh, sangria and margaritas <laughs> to drink, and also with a taco bar. Um, oh, you can eat tacos. Yeah, <laughs> and this is tacos. actually yeah. this uh, is actually a fundraiser right? for uh, Centro Cultural de la Raza. Um, yeah. So, here. so what we're trying to do is we're trying to do two things. So, first off, uh, the, with uh, Centro, we're trying to uh, raise money so that we can actually get them a new sound system. Um, I like to partner. I mean, you guys probably don't know this, but outside of here, I like to do a lot of volunteer work and raise money for other organizations, a lot of uh, nonprofits. So, I want to actually upgrade their sound system, help them, uh, you know, bring in new programs for the youth out there and out there. And then uh, in addition to that, what we're trying to do is we're actually trying to raise money for the entire cost of the get down because I actually want to do the get down for free or close to free. So depending on how much money we raise. So please come out, uh, support. It's going to a good cause. We want to be able to provide these uh, events for kids um, and give them a platform to uh, get that experience. You know what I mean? And that exposure. Word up. And with that said, Art, you want to take us out? Thank you again for listening to the Not So Fresh Podcast. This has been episode 15. We'll see you for 16 soon. Oh, yeah.
Just kick off the shoes. 